Hi, welcome back to Barely D&D. My name is Landon, and before we go ahead and jump into this week's episode and the recap of last week, I just want to take a brief moment to let you know that Barely D&D is doing a live adventure on October 29th at the Texan Theater at 7.30 p.m. We are so excited for what Zach is cooking up right now as we speak, and we hope you can join us there. Tickets can be found in the episode description. This week's episode is episode 43, Cliffhanger. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and recap last week's episode to Darker Depths. With their business at the Brass Chalice completed and the task of proving their ability to the Brass Hand before them, the Fungi's gathered their allies at the western edge of Alavon and prepared to face the unknown of the depths below. It was a disconcerting dive into the Skillian Nazca to find the drowned ship and confused panic met the unprepared group as the complex reality of subaquatic movement overwhelmed the adventurers, despite the magical precautions that Boz had provided the party. Quick thinking prompted the druid to summon fey spirits to the aid of the group, and the adventurers were mounted upon the beast soon enough. The descent into the world beneath the waves was both wondrous and strange, filled with unexpected sensations and an even more unexpected lack of light. A grim anticipation gripped the fungi's and their duo of friends as they finally found their intended prize on a rock shelf deep beneath the surface. The sunken ship was harrowing in appearance, but with their quarry found, the fungi's now begin preparations for the completion of their task to Thendon. It is in this brief reprieve that the group suffers the growing awareness that they are not alone, and danger finds them now in the crushing dark of the depths below. Before we get started with this week's adventure, I just want to take a quick moment to say thank you to one of our amazing patrons, Jonathan, you rock. Thanks for jumping aboard this adventure with us. If you person listening would also like to be a part of our patron community, you can find a link in our episode description. But if you don't have a, some extra dollars to throw around every month, we would really appreciate and be super thankful if you could leave a rating, review, tell a friend or two about the show. It really helps make more people aware of what we're doing here. And, and with that, let's jump into the adventure. Welcome back to Barely D&D. Y'all, this is a sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast around here. And I hate to be the one to tell you all this, listener, but it's that time of night. It's second episode kind of energy up in here. Second episode energy. Let's go. I have my Irish coffee. I've put on my shirt that no one's together put together what it means. But um, Kara is legitimately our special guest. Super fun from the other campaign. Thank you for being here today. Of course. Um, she is the first woman to travel to Mars and the founder of the United that States. That was Maya. Yes. <laughs> what? Shout out the to cat. Kim Stanley Robinson. I hope you're listening. Okay. Um, and also, different note, everyone, um, if you're listening, if you go to the website, I will have updated it and we'll have a map of Alabon. On top of that, we will also have um, the character stats we've talked about for characters equal have her own. And by the time oh we're listening gosh. to this, there will also be some for Bulgrug. So oh my goodness. Um, there will be character art, stats, all sorts of interesting things. Funzy. I love making Eek and Bulgrug just a little bit more permanent. <laughs> it's it's fun. Y'all. This is a level six adventure. The date is Bial Kanef. Question, question, question. Yes, ma'am. No, we have like the question. Like we start every episode with the question. You're not even a little wrong. <laughs> question from the guest, Kara. Second time's the charm. Putting you on the spot again because um, I haven't learned my lesson. Uh, uh, what would your character's favorite dinner meal be? Ooh. It's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. Who's my NPC? Uh, Timmy boy. Bessa Oud. Bessa Oud. I got three different <laughs> answers. 
I, I think like I want to hear what Bessa Oud likes the most to eat for dinner. Yeah. Who? Bessa Oud. That is true. Bessa Jackie Oud. and Kara do not know what we are talking about. <laughs> Who? Um, Bessa Oud is a very, very, very strange and wonderful NPC from <laughs> the first four adventures that we did not record. And actually, Landon, I like that idea. I think we need to catalog her somewhere. Also, yeah, if you guys just do. ever go back to Legath, we can have her again. Ah, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I can do Bessa Oud. Gotcha. Let's start with Greta, because Abby hates being put favorite on the spot. snack, favorite dinner food, favorite dinner food, escargot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so random. Um, Not to eat, just to play with. <laughs> she keeps the little shells. Escargot, but also like a really, really, really large pot of soup that has a lot of vegetables in it, and definitely like and some some non-conventional meats. And it's just all in there. That's a that's a concerning final that's description. Terrifying. Oh my gosh. Greg. Shepherd's pie. Oh that yeah, oh my that fish. Oh yeah. Pie. yeah. Oh that just yeah. feels good. Why does that, that why is that good. so perfect? Yeah. Because that's so perfect. Every time I eat shepherd's pie, I get really happy. I was trying to think of like something. Maybe she in her travels, because she's traveled a lot. I want to say maybe she like somewhere in Vashton. Um she was playing like a gig in a tavern and maybe a really nice little tavern um had some like really good food and they like paid her Ooh. with that like on top of pay they also <laughs> that gave early her artist thing. yeah like they gave her food for her meal on top of like tips or whatever so i want to say that it was like obviously it had some like really like a really good dinner roll on the side mm, bread. but it was like some kind of like some kind of like interesting like pasta goulash thing um, but it was like ratatouille because it's because um, it's it's it doesn't have meat in it it's all vegetables oui, oui, and she's canonically a pescatarian so um, it was like some kind of ratatouille pasta dish with a really good dinner roll on the side and like some some weird berry jam that she spread on her dinner roll That's and it sick. was like so warm and just so flavorful and you know she grew up in an orphanage <laughs> You you hit the you hit the and she travels a lot and she performs and she's an orphan. <laughs> and that three. was Rose character. Um, anyway, Boz, favorite dinner. I feel like Boz likes sushi. Well, I don't know how that exists in Yalabrin or if I it mean, does, but I feel like he likes sushi and he like, but he doesn't like actual sushi. He likes the fried stuff with like cream cheese mm. inside, Philly and the roll. spicy the spa- the spicy mayonnaise. Uh, whatever the spicy stuff is on top um but yeah he likes sushi kara or eek excuse me um eek would definitely like a charcuterie board mm. uh, whatever the modern equivalent yes. is so that she could share it with moto moto oh so cute i love that it's a good answer bessa ood's voice well that's been a literal year um yeah. What she wants. is this? <laughs> um, how do you get a stick of butter spread over some bread and also the tears of her enemies? She'll cut you. And the listener, if you're confused what you just listened, so were the players the whole time they interacted with her. So I have some um, 
questions I need to be filled in. Child <laughs> level, date, and locale. Yeah, I was going to do that part next, but thank you. I'm so, so, I'm so eager. Apparently. Shark, 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 shark. <laughs> shark, 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 shark. Um, y'all, this is Level Everybody. 6 Adventure. The date is Bial Kenneth. Five of thirty-four eighty, or excuse me, four. Balcony four of thirty-four eighty-eight. PB. <laughs> you have not been under the water that long, and you jumped in the water and it was night. Um, and this is episode forty-two. Wow, Shadow of the Young God. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Buckle up. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, Zach. Hot twist oh my gosh it grows to 40 times her size (laughs) all right zach i have a question Mm -hmm. and just give me a look is the place that we were at on the little one shot we did alabon before alabon happened all i will say is (laughs) (laughs) i'm so but anyway Abby, were you there for that? You I was. That. I was there for that. Um, also, Abby died in that adventure. <laughs> All right, guys. You, right? <laughs> Let's get crazy. You are <laughs> currently <laughs> dropping downward in the ocean, um, riding sharks, <laughs> which is wild. Actually, I'll tell you what. I'm going to switch up the music because um, the initial tension of the moment has altered. So you all are currently in... Actually, what is this song? Okay, um, you guys are sinking into the ocean, downward and downward, swimming in spiraling patterns, riding floating blue sharks, like illuminated sharks. And as incredible and beautiful as the experience is, there is no way around the fact that you all are, are enduring equal parts joy and wonder, as well as just discomfort. You are dropping lower and lower, and the spell, uh, breathe water, or breathe underwater, or water breathing, is, um, <laughs> is magically equilibrating you to the pressure, but you feel the pressure nonetheless. You're aware of how much more dense it is becoming to move, the effort it's taking to move different places, and you all are feeling the tension. It's a, it's a little bit of a workout to just kind of exist down here. And that, uh, that zone above you, where light is filtering into the ocean, is just growing dimmer and dimmer and dimmer, as you guys follow the trail of bubbles coming off of Greta's hands lower and lower and lower into the darkness. What's the party doing as you all sink? Riding Eek sharks. Is gonna be trying, Eek is going to be trying to catch the bubbles. <laughs> Aww, so, so Balrog has the fin. His arms are around you, Eek. And he has the fin of the shark and he's like tilting it toward the other shark to follow behind. And you're just reaching out trying to grab them. Mm-hmm. Balrog just says in the water next to you um, and everyone's voices are sort of like muffled and only ever so slightly different and he just says um, good thing we left your buttons on the boat I completely agree too valuable that would have been so hard a treasure what do you think his name is I'm sorry the 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 thing we're writing I don't know what this is Todd I like that name very very sure I'm just gonna like pet him Okay. It's, um, fun fact, it is not smooth. <laughs> it's rough like sandpaper, the scales of the shark. Uh, and it feels strange as you rub your fingers across it. Does it have a, good. does it have, I know I'm not touching the shark, but is it like a Velcro or like a, like it's you're coarser a dog? one direction, but there's no direction that's truly smooth. Interesting. They're like tiny microscopic saw blades. Saw blades. Hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's I would like to point out 
that every shark has blind sight up to 30 feet. Excellent. Yeah. Including me. Yes, that's true. <laughs> um, and so, but the, the world is just growing darker, more and more obfuscated and confusing all around you all as you all plunge different. Does, is anyone else having other conversations? Taylor pulls up and he goes, I'm terrified. We're under the ocean, but also we're riding sharks under the sea. I know. I'm in mortal do terror you know all the shark, time with you guys. How do you know what a shark is? Shoot. We're riding giant beasts under the sea. I thought you said some of us had heard of them. Doesn't matter. We're riding giant sharks under the sea. Everyone says, yeah, uh, Zach, fix that. Uh, <laughs> and Taylor just hands up further down with you guys. He goes, I mean, I've got to be clear. It's terrifying working with you guys sometimes, but this is wild. This, this is crazy. Cool. I'm so scared even and excited. If, even if even if we die, I'm glad that we did this. Oh, I don't like that. Okay, I don't think we'll die underwater. I don't think we can die underwater. And um, everything is growing darker and darker. Um, Greta, your bubbles are beginning to sort of move in a spiral direction. It's very hard to maintain your orientation of direction, except for you, Keenmind, but for everyone else. And Keenmind, you are aware that you all are headed kind of back toward the direction of the um, the, the uh, subaquatic mountain that Alaban rested the peak of. Can I see the mountain? I have 60 no. feet. Your, so uh, we're not within Your here. dark vision, as you guys are now three or 400 feet below water, is useless. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um, Didn't Greta have blind sight from I do, to a certain feet. range? Yes. Okay. So and if I, you were ten I, feet away, you sure could. I don't see anything. Just in darkness. Do okay. I? Do I see any like plants or other kinds of animals around us? Open drop. Weird. Empty darkness. Like no, like little, like kelpies or anything. Most like, of the ocean is empty. Like seaweed. <laughs> yeah. Just descending. Can down I on. see if I can find? Can I see if I can eat a fish on my way down? <laughs> You know what, boss? Oh my gosh. Odds or evens? Odds. Every day. Three. Oh my gosh. Um, with your Jacobson's organ, the electromagnetic organ that's in your uh, your comparable nose, uh, the thing that provides you your blind sight, and as well as your extremely keen chemoreceptors, your sense of smell. Um, I don't care what the DM, what the monster manual says we're going to go with real biology here um you are aware that um like somewhere within a couple hundred feet of you there is a fish oh i'm not going to go chase after it but i okay it's lucky but man it sure know. does smell like a fish <laughs> yum i love sushi <laughs> oh my gosh. Good. and it has spicy mayo all over it <laughs> um, but no, you guys I bring the spicy mayo with me i make my own okay <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, the staff. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> you guys descend further and further downward, and you drop, and you drop, and you drop, and you drop. Are we there yet? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Greta, can you can you tell with Greg, your? Greg, are we there yet? You know. Are we really ever there? Greta, can you tell with like your, your bubbles, like if we're, if you have like a feeling of if we're getting closer or not? DM, can down I tell with my bubbles <laughs> if I, if I have like a feeling? No. Oh wait, actually, read me the spell, I'm not sure. I don't think I do. Bulgrug leans I was down to Eek's ear and after Craig gives the response, are we really ever there? And he just says quietly into her, he really is the leader. You're right. <laughs> so wise and insightful. Do we know about how far down we are now? Make about seven weeks. Make an a general intelligence check for me. Can I make Hi, DC. Yeah. Seven weeks. Eeks. 
Oh, it's cheese crack. Cheese. Oh, you know, that's even funnier. You said intelligence, just general intelligence. This is why I have negative one. 19. Oh my goodness. Let's go grid. Row deep. You're not exactly, sh I mean, like easily many stories beneath. Okay. Greta, hard to say. It's very hard to measure anything, but you're sort of thinking about like rate of fall, not in those terms, but like, you know, how deep you've gone. Hundreds, hundreds of feet down. And for the perspective of the players, you all descend, you descend and the pressure grows and you guys drop swimming down on these sharks for 10 minutes straight down about six minutes in eventually picking up uh for the blind side of the sharks you all begin to sense hard surface to your right and the sharks become aware that um there is stone surface nearby and as they begin moving closer toward the stone um the, sh the light off of their body and off of the brightest boz shark um, uh, the green light begins to very dimly just sort of circularly as it disperses in a, in a, in a perfect sphere of um, outward moving molecules highlight the edge of the stone nearby just that slow rock face sort of passing by like a car driving 10 miles an hour and um, it's just dark dark stone um, Craig why don't you make uh, your rock check geology based <laughs> off of your sheet for a second there I was like wait shouldn't Kara be making the rock check <laughs> Kara is going to check my rock Kara check. Kara knows. Kara just knows. <laughs> <laughs> your rule, does your rule say you get to add something or that you get to do it at advantage? Huh? What does the rule on your sheet say? The rule? The ability that you have with rocks. Does it give you advantage or does it allow you to add a modifier? I don't think I have an official rock you do. ability. Can I see your character sheet real quick? Yeah, because I'm trying to find stuff. Plus <laughs> 10. I think it's called stone cunning. Okay, so right here in the middle <gasps> of your features, yeah. it says stone cunning. It's okay. History checks on the origin of stonework. You have expertise, so two times your proficiency bonus. Okay. So you can add a plus six to whatever you <gasps> want. Oh my Including goodness. your history modifier. So that was an 18. <laughs> okay, plus Craig. Plus six plus my history modifier. <laughs> which, plus my, my history. Oh my which goodness. Be a negative one. Okay, so that's 18 plus 5 is 23. Craig knows his rocks. So, work stone? Yeah, he does. Sorry? Is this work stone? No. Um, you are aware that you are swimming by um, igneous rock. Um, this mountain was probably once a dormant volcano. <gasps> Love girl. Okay. I'm sharp. Obviously, Micah. Obviously, inspiration. Obviously. If the current title of this episode wasn't as good as it is, it would be Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Wait, but what if Wait. the what if the god is the, the small god is just Lava Girl is rising up? <laughs> All of a sudden, it's, uh, it's George I... Lopez's face inside oh, of a giant arm with electric arms. Dude, that guy agreed to that movie. Eventually, Greta. The bubbles begin to grow more dense and um boz or or actually does anyone attempt to produce more light at any point you don't have to I'm just, don't do you continue to work with like 10 feet of dim light because you all 
with the distance swimming away from each other, all you can make out in your surroundings is you're dimly, you can see each other, and dimly you can see the stone face that you're swimming down next to. Does anyone produce any additional light? Yeah, so Craig's personality just glows really uh -huh. bright. Does anyone right do anything? I can't do anything. I'm gonna give me just Eek a second. Does. Okay, Eek, what do you do? Press the digitation. What is that allowing you to do with like sparkles? For a moment? Yeah, like for like half a second. She's just gonna try it. It's okay. not going to do anything. Okay. So as you guys are swimming down, Eek, how do you cast sparkles? <laughs> I don't know. It's so I... funny because Kara always plays the most straight-laced characters, and then there's just the chaos goblin. <laughs> Literally. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to just sit there and like, I can do this. <laughs> okay, so Eek mutters something, takes her fingers, and just sort of jazz wiggles them, and all these little sparks go like <laughs> in the water, and they float away and dissipate. That was a solid foot do and they, a half of light. Do they float up or like... What, they just kind of sink down for a float? moment and then sort okay. of like dissipate. All right. Well, Does magic works here. Crystal balls. You have no way of I don't have any other way to make light come up. Me neither. So. All I got is prestidigitation. Okay, then this. I got, I got blind sight and that's it for 30 feet. I don't think I, I have, have blind sight or dark vision. This is a this is a failing on my part, but I have the cantrip transmutation, but I don't think that can do anything. Not in this instance. Cool. Okay. Um, it's a sick cantrip, though. So I can. Where am I situated to the rest of these people? Um, you are on a shark with Rome nearby. There's kind of like ten feet in between each of you as you gently descend. I also need to highlight the angle you guys are doing going down at. Each of you guys is sort of leaning back from the angle at which you all are descending. Your core muscles are getting tired. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Um, for Ro, really, uh, what does your armor look like right now? Oh. Um, it's... Well, I wanted it to be kind of similar to her colors, her vibes. So it's like purple and green and like the, the little, um, like, shiny stars on it like when you gave it to Ro um are like are like almost almost like a glow like obviously they're not glowing but almost like a glowing bright purple to match her eyes because she has glowing purple eyes DM would that make them glow since it's reflecting light yeah very gently cool. mm. okay solid six inches of light I have a I have a mirror that I made sure I didn't um put in Greta's stuff like I kept it on my person it's a steel mirror okay could I use that to like reflect you absolutely to make can. light yeah in the water mm -hmm. and with the dis dissipating property of energy uh moving from one source to another you get a smaller source than the amount of initial light off of the original surface so you create less light than the origin from somewhere else. Okay, so I just put the mirror okay. back in my Slide back in your belongings. I was Rose It's worth a try. If I cast Word of Radiance, can I choose not to not to hurt people? Can you describe that to me? Um, I have it pulled up. It says because I'm always a fan of flexible casting. It says you utter a divine word and burning radiance erupts from you. Each creature. Oh, never mind. I just didn't read it. Each creature of your choice that you can see. So I can. <laughs> I cast. What's what's the range of light? Five feet. Mm. Yeah. The party. Oh, you do it. I mean, it's it's. You're not going to make out more than you currently see. 
Nah. The party descends in darkness. You know what's fun is that druids don't actually have any light creation spells uh, up to third level at least. What does Bullgrog have? Yeah. Nothing making light. I checked. <laughs> You're no sure? light cantrip? Nope. Are, are didn't you... take it. Oh, wait. Uh, nope. Nope. Never mind. Are we playing they my terraria rules or Minecraft they rules? Because have, have <laughs> uh, I have a torch in my inventory. Yeah. Can we do a torch? Um. Um. You're not going to let me. Well, I was just going to say, can I check one more? Wait. Hold on. One second. <laughs> you were like, so do y'all produce light? And we were like, I don't know, do we? <laughs> Druid? Wait, I'm confused. Aren't we following the bubbles that we can see in front of us? Yeah, yeah and they dissipate, they dissipate feet in front of you. Oh, they just and stop? Like, no, no, they go forward. Oh. But like, like a really good way of putting it is that like, um, like let's say there was a light floating in front of you that only was only ever five feet away. Like you guys can follow the bubbles, but you are never sure where they are going more than 10 feet away from you, which is very creepy. Of course. Uh, Craig is concerned. Yes, bro. Um, when I I can I can cast a druid craft. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Please go ahead. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Um, if I cast druid craft, can I use it as? Because you can do it to predict the weather, and it can manifest a golden orb when it does that. I will say that that golden orb gives you a solid one foot of light. Um, the party so blindsight doesn't help us. Well, see farther than five feet. Like, no, 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 your blindsight is working. Like, right now, I'm just trying to figure out whether or not there is a visual image to describe, but there is not. <laughs> so the party descends and descends. Um, Boz, actually, I'll tell you what, Boz, could you make a perception check for me as a shark with really good smelly smells? Okay. Also, if anyone ever listens to the way I DM animals and thinks, wow, you give them a bunch of really extra advantages and it kind of breaks the game. A little, but also biology is done with the monster manual and I'm going to use my degree. So, I, uh, I rolled another natural one. Oof. Okay. Uh, can I, uh, do I remember casting mage hand and how bright it was? Yeah. It was it bright. Was it Not, enough to make it light? I'm a little bit. Sure. I'll say the, uh, the foot around the mage hand dimly glows when you cast it. Okay. Okay, then I'm going to cast it, and I'm going to send it forward 30 feet. Okay. Let's go. Um, so, Eek, what does it look like as you cast mage hand? I'm going to do the same thing, but little... Okay. Whisper, <laughs> dangly fingers. And, and, and as I do that, like a hand just appears out of my hand. Oh, so this like ethereal hand sort of traces around yours and dissipates out forward. And as you guys are in this darkness, this ethereal hand just sort of... What color is it, Eek? Uh, it's like a... I'd say like a light blue. Okay, a light blue hand just sort of like forward into the water away from you all. And it like there's just dim light around it. 30 feet forward, you don't see anything. What's its range? You are muted again, Kara. Uh, it's at 30 feet, so I'm going to keep it at 30 feet, and it'll just like be traveling as we go forward. So as you awesome. all swim forward, the hand is sort of illuminating the edge of everyone's vision for a very small range. Yes. Okay. Go ahead, hit me with it. I um, like it, let's go guys. Okay, so the, the seaweed is still on my very true. loot. Mm -hmm. um, could I cast plant growth on it and make it turn into like a bioluminescent seaweed? 
Why? Because you could also <laughs> say, can I do plant growth and make my seaweed do acid damage? And then it's just a different spell. That was pretty darn but sick. Okay. I like the creative. I like the creative problem solving. Okay. I just have to make sure that I manage the power economy of the game. Okay. Uh, God, I got the economy right. Okay, so the group goes downward, downward. Kara, you're our special guest. Odds or evens? Evens. <laughs> Could you all describe what's happening for Kara that you can't see? Oh, it's going in a skull. What is it? 14. I don't know if that's good. Isn't that fortunate? Did you say fortunate or unfortunate? Fortunate. Okay. As you all go forward and forward and forward, just for a moment, that the sharks, including you, Boz, kind of sense some sort of a very dull electrical feedback, which you would would just process as something, something living and moving somewhere below. And as the hand goes down, you all know the tupedum lucidum, the reflective layer of uh, tissue at the back of many creatures' eyes, like cats, where if you fl- flash light in their eye, it reflects. For just a moment, off the edge of the mage hand, somewhere just very dimly, the more perceptive among you swear you see a bright reflection for just a moment. And also, the edge of a mast. Wood sticking up out of the darkness, and the light is somewhere near it. What does everyone do? As you all swim down. Uh... I need that answer pretty quickly. Mm, I like wiggle a little bit. I wiggle a little bit. You can control your sharks. Because Greta's on me, right? What'd you say? Uh, You can control your sharks. I can control them, but everybody's on them. I mean, you could do something without... Who's on... Who's on what shark? Like, is it like does every, every shark have a person on it? Well, Borg and Eka on one. Um, <laughs> me and me and Ro are on one. Craig is on one. Uh, so someone is on his own. Tell is on, on another one. Uh, I kind of direct him to head down below, like where the mast was, like heading down. Excellent. Like toward the body of the ship. All of the sharks continue sinking. Um, could anyone with a passive perception above fifteen? Make a Not perception me. check. Does 15 count? Sharks only have a passive the... perception of. <gasps> he got a nat 20. Wait, we're doing perception? <laughs> wow. uh, also, this yeah. is the worst part about playing with Kara as the DM. Because she just rolls great all the time. <laughs> uh, total 27. Oh my gosh. Well, I have a perception of 16, but I rolled a nat 1. So you can use a 16? Yeah. Which fails. Cool. Um. <laughs> So, Eek, as all of the sharks head down, you alone are aware that there's like a, you just hear with your sharp goblin ears in the water, just a slight little, little movement of water. Somewhere to your right, something moved quickly in the water. I'm going to move the hand that way. Okay. So the hand, as you, so the hand is heading toward the boat as it moves down. You guys can see the top of a ship resting on something and then the heads, the hand that's illuminating everything for you all suddenly moves away and and moves to the side next to the boat. And as it does, you guys get a brief overview, like a blurred image of boat all around. And then something like a rock shelf. And then it moves near the edge of like, sort of like another rock at a stable layer that drops off into more dark ocean. And you guys see like a little bit of, a little bit of silt at the bottom of this rock layer, sort of like floral up and float back down. Um, I'm gonna just go up to Bullbrook and I'll be like, I, I think I saw something. Pass it on. Quietly. 
It thinks she saw something. Bulgrig says at a moderately quiet level where everyone can hear. Perfect. What did she see? I don't know. I'm not eek. Craig. I, 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 I just heard it. I just heard it. Danger sense allows you um, advantage on initiative rolls. Okay. Oh, man. If you'd like to force initiative. No. Bograg leans in Sharkboss's direction and goes, maybe we should do something. I, I, I don't know. I'm not usually thinking like this, clearly. Um, how far are we from the ship? Okay. If you guys continue to move forward, you now get closer and closer. You guys continue yes, to move forward? Yes, I do. Okay. All of the well, sharks... Here's, here's oh. the, the thing I'm saying is like um, the sharks can move very quickly. Mm-hmm. So we could pick up the pace and move towards the ship. I just don't know how far away it is. Very like, close. You're very close. You're about to be immediately upon it. Okay, yeah, let's keep going. Okay. The whole group arrives at the ship below you. And there it is. As you all move further down, it is the most unsettling scenario because all of you all have, as you bunch together, the light gathers a little bit off of the whole group. You have maybe 15 feet of dim light around you. So there's like a 15 feet bubble that you all can see. Also, quick note on blindsight. Nobody's reading with blindsight. Nobody's making out the face of a painting in blindsight. You're just aware. You can sense movement. You can detect the general nature of objects, right? But it's not like sight for blindness. It's more awareness, right? Um, so the sharks can make out physical presence of objects around them. And as you guys move around the ship, there is a shipwreck, a very fresh shipwreck. Below you all is a shelf of stone. This mountain, this subaquatic oceanic mountain that spears upward out of the Skelianazga has a shelf of stone here. And this ship that Thimnon was expecting has sunk and crashed here. Um, it's long, 50, 60 feet long, and it's laid down on its side. The hull is smashed inward on its side, and it's resting on this massive stone shelf that goes off a distance that you can't see in either direction. And you all are vaguely aware out of the edge of your vision that it just drops off of the edge and goes however much deeper. All along the edge of this cliff side is this cliffside thousand a thousand feet below the top of the water is silt just general organic material and sand gathered here the current there's there's a flow of water but it's very minor it's just gentle push and pull of deep oceanic water in this black environment and the ship that lays on its side is long dark wood it has a caved in gaping wound in its side just broken wood smashed inward from where it impacted the bottom of the water here that pulls into the hull and rope hangs all over the side and some of it lightly flows and hangs off of the side gently drifting and dancing in the current of the water the sails pull away from the ship torn into shreds by the storm and the other wood and you can see that one of the masts was snapped offward uh, and it has like sort of pulled apart ripped its own sails apart on the ropes that bound it and then cut through the main sails which now drift outward from the ship at these long pale strips and everything around you is being painted in very dim blue green light from the magical fey light that is emanating from you all and the strips of sail that pull away now are haunting and unsettling and they're moving so slowly just faintly drifting back and forth in this uncoordinated but symmetrical dance between them 
30 foot long strips of white cloth and the ship is just resting gently all the silt around it dispersed to expose the bare rock below is there anywhere that we could like you say that it's on a rock shelf um is there a place where we could like go and sit to, or yeah. like stand Massive to see the ship you all could land on so i want to direct the sharks to go over to the shelf okay and um yeah all the sharks move in a serpentine pattern back and forth down and as they land as they they don't land because they have to continuously move but they get inches away <laughs> from this rock shelf and each of you all if you so choose slide off and it's bizarre because you meet ground a fifth of a mile below the surface of the water and for some of you all this is a revelation that the ocean was ever this deep for some of you all you begin to question there might have been erroneous beliefs among you that maybe the ocean was infinitely deep who knows maybe some of you thought oh a good 50 feet who knows but you find earth here as you all step down and as you all step down there's a gentle float in a and all the silt moves away from your feet and falls and gentle rain of light hues around you and the sharks are just continually moving and swimming around the space helpfully illuminating the area wherever you all are and as you all stand now the hole in the side is like a 20 foot wide arch that you all could see into and the broken ruptured contents of the ship are before you broken barrels and rigging and supplies are strewn all over the ocean floor you all stand before a shipwreck a thousand feet in the ocean complete darkness all around you except for this small illuminated area can i try to hear again i'm sorry sorry uh can i try to like hear again like listen for that thing make a perception check craig Not covered in barnacle, nothing overgrown it. I mean, you expect it to be from the day before. Is this, um, is this gash that we're looking into, you said it was like 20 feet big. Is that like, I'm kind of, I'm having trouble comprehending. Is the ship like on its side? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's the on ship its- is, It's not fully sideways um, because uh, that's not the shape, the shape yeah. of the hull. The bottom of the hull rests at the bottom okay. of the way it's lying. So it's kind of up at an angle. Okay, so what we're looking at is like a, a hole in the bottom of the ship. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. Uh, sort of on one side, a, a, a hole on one side of the bottom of the hole. Okay, gotcha. Makes sense. The, the ship's kind of at like a 45 degree angle. Yeah, it's like, okay. So I look at two of the sharks and I issue a verbal command for one of them to circle the perimeter of the ship and the other one to go inside the breach of the hole. And okay, look so one of the sharks begins moving around it, which is simultaneously comforting and very creepy because this pale blue light is just trace, it's disappearing around the hole. You can see its shape illuminating the other side and then passing back around and it's beautiful and also creepy because it's a big shark circling you guys and then one of the sharks just moves in and as it moves inside the group is sort of huddled there and there's mixed emotions of excitement and wonder and also discomfort and as you all look behind you the cliff edge is behind you all maybe 10 feet back and it's just a black drop the light dissipates sharply behind you all and as the shark begins to swim in the ship you can see through it the um the bottom of the uh, ballast chamber, the uh, pocket of air that rests at the bottom of the hull, is exposed and broken into it to, it, to the next area is the, is the bottom uh, floor, the cargo hold of the ship. And you all can see into it dimly and the shark begins just swimming in and it just disappears into the darkness. Where are the bubbles going? Uh, from your hand inside the hull. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're about to find out. <laughs> Zoinks. I'm always Zach. Very far 
behind you. I didn't have to look at the modifier. Um, very far behind you, you just hear like a just shift of water from over below the cliff's edge. Somewhere behind you. Over the cliff's edge? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just keep point like I'll keep the hand pointing in the direction where Okay, it's the at. hand is sort of floating back and forth over the cliff's edge, illuminating dimly. Nothing seems to appear. What's everyone doing? Buzz. Shark Boz looks up. <laughs> a whole shark sort of turns and twists at you. Beautiful and frightening. Illuminating green light. Do we want to send one person in to grab it and then come back? No. Boz Shark shakes his head. <laughs> the whole shark has to move and twist back and forth. So all the water, the silt around him on the floor goes... <laughs> rising and falling. He's wiggling his fins as much as he can. He's doing okay. a, a gotcha. One of the first shark you sent in swims back out, back around you all, begins illuminating the space again. Which What's one was that? Out of the one you sent in. Uh, I sent two. I sent one around the perimeter of the ship and one The one doing the perimeter the is still doing laps, and the one that you sent in comes back out. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, awesome. Can you talk uh, to you the guys shark? want to go in? I nod. Shark boss nods. The whole shark has to go up <laughs> and down and up and down. Enthusiastically. Did the did the shark report that there's anything dangerous in there? I want to do an insight check on the shark. In a non-verbal demeanor. way, the shark communicates to you that it just seems safe. I think its presence here is pretty good evidence that. Okay. I'm thinking this to myself that nothing <laughs> ate it. <laughs> so Greta is asking questions to a shark, and the shark is rhythmically dancing in the water. Greta, Greta loves interpretive dancing, but she gets tired of this, and she's gonna start like swimming into the okay. into the. So Greta ship. begins pushing with her arms, and she begins slowly floating toward the open hull of the ship. Greta, I look at Craig. Greta, is that? Is I look that at oh. safe. Well, I figured it'd be double safe if you came with me, Ro. <laughs> Tello just sort of pulls out his crossbow and knocks a bolt and just starts looking toward the edge of the cliff where uh, where Eek is looking. Okay, um, Greta, I'll, I'll go with you. Can, can Maybe we should take a backwards? shark with, you, with us. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty narrow hole. Not <laughs> you all and a shark will fit through. Like, we can't go like one by one, like Greta, then Ro, one by then one, you shark. Can. Okay. Uh, if a shark's in there, it's probably going to fill most of the chamber. Okay. I'm going to say to the group, I'm going to say, do y'all think we should go all together? I can't swim. I need my uh, shark. Craig should stay here with his shark. I can't swim. I need my shark. <laughs> Tello, you seem like a really good swimmer. Do you want to follow me and Greta in? And I'm just going to set a scene real quickly for no good reason. Oh, no. <laughs> Give me you money. guys, he has hey, yarn. Tello, I can't oh, swim. Lord. Please stay with me. Uh, One second, Tello. Stay on the outside. I'm going to stay on the outside with Eek. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get across my crossbow out, and I'm just gonna like monitor. <laughs> Ro has her hand on her rapier. I've got a warhammer in. Fun Javelins. Ro has never used this. The okay. rapier. For no, no in, good reason. In, in at all. Session. We're just gonna organize some pieces. <laughs> it's really also, good. you need to roll initiative, but for no reason. <laughs> No reason. I need to prepare for battle, but yeah. <laughs> no reason. I need them I'll to be able to see the battlefield. Oh. Um, which I didn't oh. think about. I have a battlefield. Makes sense if you turned your camera Love and is a battlefield. It towards... <laughs> That's true. That would be much easier. What? 
<laughs> Wait, is that the battlefield um, you made? Kira? Well, but then I need to look at my sheet. <laughs> no, All my documents uh, are I made this. Um, we made the same table, so oh. we have two of the same tables. She has a copy of the table. Nice. For everybody wondering, this is Zach's uh, battle shirt. Oh, it is. No. Yeah. Oh, now we know though. Yes. <laughs> I thought well, it was lobster Specifically, shirt. we can phrase it as my boss shirt, but that's neither here nor there. Boss. So, this is the edge of the cliff. This is the ship. Um, this area is the hole in the side of the ship. Right here. <clears throat> so, group members. Shark, Greta, <laughs> you pass forward into the ship. Yes, Give sir. a source of light with you. Hmm? What? Give a source of light with you. Uh, I do not. Okay. As the shark moves behind you, there's a light behind you, but in front of you is total darkness. Okay. You swim into the ship, and there are your blind sight, your hag. Are my bubbles glowing? No. No. But you can sense them moving in front of you. Okay. And the darkness around you is full of movement. No, gentle movement. Very, just barely moving. And in front of you, you can sense another hole breaking into another layer of the ship. You move forward into that. And you're sort of like swimming upward. It's strange because every once in a while your foot will touch wood. You hear a dull boom. You push off of that and swim up another layer. It's strange because by your blind sense, you're aware that you're moving further upward into the ship's bowels, but unclear exactly what's actually happening around you. Ro, you follow Greta 10 feet in and the light from your allies dissipates. Also, 10 feet out from every shark is the end of source point for light. So two squares away from every orange point or boz is the end of light that any character can see anywhere. Um, so, Rose, you continue to follow after the light dissipates behind Greta. Because Greta has officially rounded a corner <laughs> behind a level of wood and you can see nothing. And you don't have dark vision, correct? No. Okay. <laughs> Not that that would help. Um, yeah, I still follow. Okay. For some reason. <laughs> All right, so you're just sort of trying to stay near her, listening to the sound of her moving in the water. It's unsettling. Is there a little bit of light coming off of, or is it just, it was that just reflective off of the sharks? Mm -hmm. Okay. There's nothing. And uh, it's just darkness. You just hear the <laughs> of you guys swimming through the space. Greta, you're aware of dull shapes, walls, and bunks, and barrels unsure of what, but you can sense, you can hear the bubbles moving out in front of you. You continue to move further and further back into the ship. And eventually, your foot sort of bumps off of something and you sense something softer, something organic somewhere to your right. Your blindsight hag senses can sense tissue, something organic. What are you doing? Um... Does it feel alive? Perception check. For Captain Captain. Can Rogue constantly do sparks from prestidigitation? I like that. That's much more horrifying. Um, <laughs> what's the total roll, Greta? 24. Okay. Ooh. Well, so every like six seconds, Rogue is like strumming a chord. And it's just sort of like ding. Oh, no. from behind you and every once in a while there's just like a little 
sparks and they illuminate the space. So the first moment there's a shower of sparks and you guys see sudden corridor of wood and it's just an instantaneous flash and then the sparks dissipate. And you guys see corridor of wood, you move through another hole. And it's weird because the whole ship is Dutch tilted in front of you. So you guys are moving through the ship at 45 degree of wrong angle, adding to the vertigo of the whole scenario. As you, and as you guys move past empty bed chambers, there's a final thrum, and as she plucks it, another shower sparks. And for just a moment, you see a crew member with their hands wrapped up in yarding above them, pulling upward, like sort of limply floating, their clothes pulled apart and their broken chest pulled open to show just very slightly pale flesh that's just started to become waterlogged and decay and slightly swollen. And their open face is just aghast with a blank, confused expression. And that one eye has had some sort of tissue somewhere back in the nerves slightly broken, so one eye is hanging just slightly askew, <laughs> and the open mouth is hanging open, and the beard is just lightly floating side to side, and then the sparks dissipate, and it goes back to darkness. I'm gonna, does it, or, or, go ahead. I'm gonna see this, and like, I'm gonna swim over, and kind of close, close, try and close their okay. eyes a little bit. You swim forward, you put two eyes on the eyelids, and as you touch it, there's a very unsettling moment of very soft tissue, more soft than regular eyelids, slightly decayed by the water. As you push them down, you feel them close, then row sort of trepidatiously, unless you don't. There's another no, shower I of do. sparks, and as you see the face, eyes are closed now as the mouth is held agape. I'm gonna cast Decompose. It's kind of like a moment okay. for, for reference on the over, dead. Um, the tissue sort of twists, and then all of this bright white fungus grows up. And it's bizarre looking fungus, columnar and twisted. It is pulled from the Feywilds by your magic of the hags because no true fungus could survive at the bottom of the ocean, but the fey fungus can. And just sort of, and the tissue begins decomposing. You swim back to the middle. Before that happened, um, is there a way to tell, I mean, I know it's like a really fast light that we see this, but um, does any part of this crew member look like, not that it just drowned, but like it was like attacked? It's very hard to tell. Okay. You were getting flashes of light. Yeah, okay. Greta, you're doing a lot of this by feel. You swim back to the middle, continue to follow the bubbles from your palms as you move forward into a chamber. You sense more organic tissue to your left. Keep moving by, I assume, as Rhoda's her little There are flashes for a moment. You just see sort of four feet off of the ground. Some gases trapped in the lungs are holding this body up against the ceiling of this tilted chamber. So there's a body floating face down, just up against the roof, limply. So for just a moment, it flashes and you sort of turn your face away, stay focused on your target and the bubbles from your palms are leaning toward this chest that is tilted halfway over, pushed upside down at the side of a room where a desk has broken up tissue, like, like uh, scraps of paper in this deep ink fluid from some sort of writing materials moving around the chamber, and just below it is a chest that's just turned over sideways. Wood and metal. Okay, can I grab, how big is the chest? Can I grab it? Maybe two feet wide. I'm gonna grab it. Okay, you pick it up, and as you pick it up, the wood is heavy, but whatever's in it is light, and you feel something move around and then drop to the bottom, something dense. Does this like, can I do like in a general intelligence check? Like, is this what I- what Your bubbles we... lead straight toward it. You are sure this is your object. Okay, okay. And, and this is, I'm sure that this is what Thimnon is looking for. Your locate object led you to a, the nearest chest. This is the nearest chest. 
Does it have a lock on it? There's a lock on the front. Did Thenman say anything about not looking in the chest? He did not. Gretel, do you think do you think that's as Rose saying this, she's still plucking. <laughs> okay, so she, she's talking to you. Greta, do you think broom, there's another flash of sparks and from behind Row, that body against the ceiling oh just sort of appears for a moment, just floating stop. there. And she keeps talking to you and there's occasional sparks and flashes. Um, Greta, do you think this is what Athenmin was wanting us to locate or do you think we need to look for another chest? Or shall we look in this? Can I, can I do a check to like how important, does this feel like? No. Okay. No checks. Um, Just decisions. Okay. I'm going to cast Word of Radiance and make sure, DM, before I do sure. that, can I, can I not hurt Ro? Yes. You can oh, choose cool. creatures you cool. harm, correct? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to choose no creatures <laughs> and <you>. just <laughs> send Word of Radiance out to get like a quick look of the room. It says that like a bright okay. light goes out. So you whisper something in the hag tongue and there's this, the, the, a light emanates from below Greta's armor. There's a sudden flash around the space and you get a very clear look at that body behind you in captain's clothes held up against the top of the chamber. And um, the, the chamber is suddenly illuminated in front of you. Walls, um, oak chests, clothes pulled out of the front of the chest in like re crushed wreckage held up against the top of the chamber, writing implements, torn paper all over. And you just see the chest in front of you. It's a room and then nothing. There wasn't there wasn't time in that to get a glimpse of anything else that looked what are you looking important. For? I'm looking for You saw you saw the dressings of a chamber. Were you looking for keys? No, I'm doing an investigation check for anything that looks uh, like, like important chest. cargo, like valuable cargo. Uh, make I'm an investigation in check. Can I also or it's happening behind you. You're facing Oh Greta. Okay. Well, what's the total? Great. I get confused, guys. Just a big old dead body. Cool. Um, I'm gonna skirt Skatskid. Uh, I'm gonna say, Ro, I don't see anything else. I think, uh, I think we should take this to the everyone else and have them take a look. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Okay, so we skedaddle. Yeah. Okay. You all swim back out. After a moment of waiting, you come back through. There's a shark suddenly there. You have to, <laughs> you like remember it's the one you sent in. So it has to awkwardly do like a three point swimming turn and come back out. <laughs> Swims out ahead of you all, moves away from the group. And Ro and Greta reemerge from the ship. Everyone sees them there holding this chest. Um, I nod to the shark. Oh, sorry. I was like, I nod to the sharks and like, like hey, let's like, let's get scoot skedaddle. Let's round everybody up. So the sharks begin moving back towards you all, they begin swimming back to your location. What's everyone doing? Um, I'm going to look at Boz and I'm gonna say, Boz, flap your right fin if this looks vaguely important and what we came here for. I look at it, oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> Sharks can't, right don't have a lot of independent muscle control of their fins, so he has to just kind of like half barrel roll back and forth so it looks really goofy and dopey. That looks awesome, Boz, let's go. Eek. I'm doing another perception check. Well, that's what I was going to ask you to do, so let's get on it. <laughs> <laughs> a nat 20. Yes! Yes! Let's go! I love this is so good. I broke three natural ones this session, so we'll take <laughs> yeah. The frustrating thing is Damn. this is who she is all I'm the time. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I wish I was. 
This is her, her, her average is yes. Janice is stupid. <laughs> oh, I regularly like roll 31s. What? Oh my gosh. Oh, I can't it's wait insane. to roll 30s. <laughs> oh. Well, you yeah, just have yeah, to have yeah. Kara's RNG, but yeah. Um, <laughs> as the last shark is sort of moving its way around the ship. First of all, um, as you all pass out, you can see now above you all written in paint is the Bonnie Mary. On the side, that was the name of the ship. The Bonnie Mary. The Bonnie Mary before it crashed. Bloody Mary. Um, no. Heek, uh, <laughs> your passive perception. Do you, the 27, you, you just keep hearing something over the edge of the cliff. Mm-hmm. Your slight movement. Where am I uh, on the map? Okay, I would be probably, I, well, I can't see that close, but that's okay. Um, I'd Try be my best. Like, oh, no, 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 it's totally okay. I'd be a, a little bit closer to the boat, not like on the edge though. Um, but then I'd just try to like, like signal to everybody and like point over the edge. Mm. And like with my with my little mage hand, I'll, I'll do a little <laughs> the big The big blue hand goes, makes a big pointing <laughs> finger and points down over the edge. Like a, like yeah. a Looney Tunes cartoon. Is, that, is this the edge? That's the edge of the cliff. Okay. And you know what? That's we will call, just for the sake of having one more thing, we will call this um, her mage hand floating oh, on the okay. edge right here. Perfect. So for the listeners, we're all kind of in a clump by the ship, and then there's an edge, and the mage hand is over the edge. What are you guys doing? The last shark I'm is like running in the corner. I'm trying to wrangle everybody up to start flying back to the surface. Okay. Um, who, uh, do Greta and I still, do we still have the... Yeah, yeah, I still have the chest. Uh, Greta, you want, I guess, do we get on a shark? And okay. So as no this. one does anything, it's okay. <laughs> the sharks are moving into position, getting to where people could mount them. Um, yes, correct. I'm still on a shark. Oh, that's true. You never got off? I can't swim. True. <laughs> Craig, you just went riding a shark around this whole time. Um, nice. I can't swim. Craig, could oh. you make... An arcana check for me. <laughs> Mike was like, arcana? Mike was like, are you sure of me? <laughs> That's not- I'm sorry, what? DM, I think you're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> oh. That would be a 18. Whoa! Oh, Craig! I could have won arcana just go, let you Craig. know. Go, for just Craig. a moment in your head, you hear... I think maybe you have a problem. And you just get the sudden urge to look up. (laughs) So you look up, and somewhere up here in space, at the top of the mast that's tilted over this way with the sails streaming this way, there is a body, not floating, with a hand gripping the mast, short and squat, limbs longer than the body relative to it, squat and tubed with a fish-like head facing forward, fin spreading off of the back. Two webbed feet with claws protruding from the front, support down from stubby, thin, but muscular legs. There are basic leathers strapped around it, blades, and eyes are looking down at you, and just for a moment, Tapetum's lucidum gently reflects the light of the shark moving by. You know what a kuatoa looks like. There's a kuatoa above you, standing completely motionless, like sort of 30 feet above you up here. Greta, where's your blanket? <laughs> Craig is the only person who's noticed this. DM? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, is it okay if I go, or should I just wait? Sorry. I'm gonna Craig. Um, 
Is this bigger than a normal Kuwato? Yeah, how big Dude, is he? Dude, this is on the mask. There is a Kuwato, you see? Is, uh, Wait, how, how big I, is it? I, looks like I don't a understand. Is, oh, like a regular Kuwatoa? Looks like a Kuwatoa. Okay. I look okay. up. The whole yeah, party all up. at once looks up. And pause, you have to like swim pointing upward <laughs> to see because your neck cannot move. You are a tube of muscle. And up at the top, there is just a, as everyone looks up, a real lack of kuatoas. Wait, what? Nothing at the top of the mast. What? Was I still looking? Was I watching? You like look down and talk to them and you look back up and nothing there. Oh, oh no. Were you raise your hand, Michael? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. Eek. Uh, Eek oh, is going to get out her deck. Okay. So, okay. underwater, Eek pulls out a bunch of playing cards. And I did a random number generator, and I did a 28. Wait, wait. Uh, okay, what's the total number you can pull out of? 34. So, 1 through 34. I would, is if it's okay with you, I'd much rather have you roll for the sake of D&D. I can totally. So could you roll a d20 and then a d12 and just add the numbers you get? Absolutely. Just because okay, then you're going to have to give me uh, a, a 20 and then an 8. Of course you rolled a 20. Of course. You, what no, no, are no, no, you? No, 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 no. I was a d20 and a d8. Oh, no, no. D20 and a d12. <laughs> d12. Sorry. That's so, so believable. Out. Yeah. Uh, okay. I rolled a 24. So hang on just a second. So of course. I can count down the list. The deck of now scary I need things. to pull something else out. Oh no! I don't know what. I don't know what because she's gonna produce it. Oh. I thought you were gonna pull a Kuatoa. How do you oh spell? What'd you pull out? <laughs> I pulled out a uh, a two of spades. Okay. And as I throw the two of spades on the ground, so confidently, a goblin appears. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yes! <laughs> it starts drowning. So in the middle of all this confusion, no. in the middle of all this confusion, Eek pulls out a card, and she pulls it out for the deck, throws it down on the ground, and where that card is, allow me to pick a color we haven't used, this completely clear point. Uh, Eek, you're red. See right here? Where do you throw it? Uh, just right in front of me. Okay, she throws out a card, and another goblin appears. And there is just another goblin suddenly there, brandishing a weapon, just going, <laughs> it's there is there is the image of a goblin just going <laughs> in the water moving weirdly it's moving too freely like it's not resisted by the water as rest of you all those with proficiency in arcana put together that this is an illusion that you can okay. suddenly thrown down I'm so, glad so craig tells everyone fish. look up there's a kuatoa everyone looks up there's no kuatoa but he pulls out a card throws it down at the bottom of the ocean this and there is a goblin well, illusion just going this is the most our campaign thing that can happen Okay. Okay, I'm gonna freak out and I'm gonna dispel it really quickly. <laughs> okay, she so dispels it and the goblin goes, <laughs> and then just disappears. And I'm gonna try again. Okay. Just roll again. <laughs> also, no. um, is there some way to, to mark which which cards are no longer in the deck? Okay, excellent. I already did. Excellent. It's just amazing. I've worked for 30 minutes to set this intense tone. And Kara's like, goblin card! It's me, but not me. 
Okay, okay. Um, I rolled I rolled a two and a twelve. Okay. Uh, Fourteen. And it's an ogre mage. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's pretty big. Okay. Where do you throw that one? Uh like a little bit far there in front of me because I'm gonna be like upset now. Okay. Uh make a dexterity check for me. Oh, okay. oh, oh no! no. Wait, Not were you upset? Were you upset because Yeah, make a dexterity check to get it right. <laughs> another goblin. You're good at dexterity. Uh yeah, because I, I thought it was going to be What's bigger. What's the total? Uh give me just a second. Uh a 19. Okay, you're fine. At the yeah. edge of the cliff now. So, Eek throws a card out. A goblin appears. She gets frustrated, waves her hand, <laughs> and that card that's just forever lost in the silt now just disappears. And then she pulls out another card, throws it. It lands. All of the sudden, a like 10 foot tall ogre muscular draped in ripped cloths appears wielding a wand just going there's like fire moving around the staff and <laughs> yeah. Bulgrug is just like you are such a powerful caster <laughs> and Talo is just kind of like raises his crossbow up at it just kind of confused and concerned while all of this has been happening while all of this has been happening um those with passive perceptions 15 above can notice Kuatoa has crept out of the edge right here around the ship. And then another one right here around the back of the ship. And then another one has swam up over the edge of the cliff right here. How close one is, is that one? So I'm this sorry. one? No, 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 that, yes, yes, that one. Sorry. Um, it's okay. I just need to know like- Where can I put this they can see? Hold on, give me some. It's okay. Okay. Boss is still like trying to get people onto sharks. Like, hey, why are we still here? Let's <laughs> get on a shark. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah, that's that's great. Angle. Yeah. Okay, that's a better angle, right? You can see everything now? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so one right here is sort of like 10 feet away from yellow is tallow, and 20 feet away from you. There's one right here and one right here. So they're all 20 feet away from us, kind of in a... Vaguely. Yeah. They've crept up from around, around our circle of people. At the exact same time that a giant ogre illusion has appeared, <laughs> and everyone's going, ah, looking at it. Also, everyone with passive perceptions of 15 or more can hear like a... Ooh, I don't like that. Some sort of a sound from over the edge of the cliff. And while all this has been transpiring, the there's a voice from near you all. And one of the Kuatoa pulls out a sword. And you all hear, It points a sword out as you all. And everyone looks. It's this one over here, and everyone can hear it. This one right here. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Oh, so he's yelling. Yeah, <laughs> shouting at you um, all. And I'm, the others, ching, ching, the other two pull out swords. I'm going to cast tongues on myself. Okay, so Greta, you sort of grab the symbol around your neck, and there's like a, a, a like a whisper in your mind of a hag tongue, and you are suddenly aware of what they are saying, and you hear um, the Kuatoa from over here shout, um, "You trespass to the temple of the Dawning One. Stage your business or die." <laughs> I say we're passing through. We're about. Oh yeah, I can't talk to them. I say we're passing through. Okay. We want to get out of here. So Greta, suddenly from near you all, goes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Italian. <laughs> it's a me bucket of pep. Um, sorry, do any Italian? <laughs> I make it a meatball. <laughs> um, so you all hear Greta shout this. Anyone doing anything? Are, are they at all scared of the the ogre? No. 
Weirdly. In oh, fact, weird. I'm make an inside check. Okay. With the rest of you guys doing? Does Ro know what a Kuwatoa is? I'm getting on a shark. No. Okay. Well, I knew that the others did, so I didn't know if Ro okay. did in her travels. So, uh, Greta, you and Ro are here. We'll say a shark's right here. So you climb onto it. This is going to be really hard to show an image. Um, who's dark green? Boz, do you do anything? I, uh, I have my sh my sharks like I'm like hey yo come circle up like I'm pretty sure they're all okay. around. But so one shark moves directly next Greta. to you. Okay, row you can yeah. you climb on a shark. Um, blue is Bulgrog. He you. he back he um, just pulls out his uh, his mace and sort of holds it up in the direction where the two is over here waiting for something. Hello is yellow. He'll move sort of back toward the shark with Craig, but he's still got his crossbow drawn. Eek, what are you doing? Uh, insight was 12. Okay. Hard to tell. Okay. What's driving um, them that they should not be afraid of this creature. Yeah, that's wild. Um, I guess I'm gonna start backing up towards the shark. Okay. Uh, so you move back in this direction? Yes. How far How far uh, is the closest one to well, me? Well, now that we've waited around, yeah. another five feet closer. So the one that talked, how far away is he from me? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 25 feet. I cast animal friendship on him. Okay. The spell does nothing because he is not an animal. Oh, oh. See, Rose didn't know. So as you pluck on the cords <laughs> of your loot with racism, nothing happens. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh um, you pluck on the, on the cords of your loot and <sighs> it seems to have no effect. So I cast charm person. Okay, that would be a different round. Um, oh. So as you pluck away at the strings, Ooh. everyone's sort of slowly and reasonably moving toward actions. Um, uh, the one that you are communicating with, Greta, shouts, There is no trespassing. There is only rebirth. And as it holds its blade forward, all of you all who, who heard <laughs> up along the side of the cliff, the illusion here is split apart and fades as something moves through it. Ah, ah. Rude. <laughs> Give me a second here. I need something large enough to Give represent this. Second, oh no. To get my story straight. To Over get the side of the cliff. Straight. Um, two giant Climbing crustacean claws. Side. Oh my god. Oh my god. Pull over the edge. <laughs> and this wide, broad face, like that of a crab, two stalks pull upward with these huge antenna pulling backward, covered in spines, long, each like eight feet long. And um, this giant, like, mandibular claw pulls over the edge. And this these immense shoulders and arms pull up as like eight more, like, smaller legs and claws of the side. Folding mouth parts and mandibles rise over the cliff and go. And writing on the back of this beast with a chain pulled around its broad head is another Kuatoa holding a scepter made of iron with a bronze uh, topper of a small figure at the top of it wrapped in sort of like cloths and wrapping. And there's like cloaks all around it. There's a burned symbol on its forehead, hard to make out. And that Kuatoa, as it rides up on whatever this beast, shouts, You will die. These guys are totally. And I'd like everyone to roll me initiative. Okay. Ah. Wait, I have danger sense. Excellent. Roll <laughs> advantage on initiative. Roll me initiative, Gerald? everybody. Gerald is quaking. He is rolling I got a over ten. his grave. Okay, give me a second here. Wait, wait, wait. Your bonus to initiative is what? Uh, dexterity. Oh, no, I got a 13 then. 
Bye. Do, 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 do. You know in Endgame when Iron Man like sees all the guys come in and you see like Robert Downey Jr.'s face and all of a sudden it's like the mask comes over it when he's like battle ready. Like Heck Boz yeah. is doing that with his shield. Heck yeah, Wait, dude. Wait, are you still Shark? Oh, crap. <laughs> Boz thinks about that happening, but he stays a shark. Okay. okay. So that's Boz. Uh, what did Row roll? We don't use saving throw. We use just modifier. Just dexterity modifier. Okay, then 14. Okay. Okay, give me a second here. Oh, the sharks. I got to roll for the sharks. Oh, no. I'm so glad I have some I new armor. I planned a combat that could end. And a tiny bit uh, higher AC. What did you okay. get, Boz? Uh, Greta, what'd you roll? Boz got a 13. Reef Sharks got an 18. Oh, no. Dang. Craig, what'd you roll? I got a 16. Dang, dude. Tello, uh, who's it? You're in charge of Tello, right, Abby? Yes, I am. Could you roll initiative form? Yes, sir. Uh, Eek, what'd you roll? Uh, an 11. Oof. Ball Greg rolls a... Holy crap. <laughs> Unnatural 20. Wow. <laughs> um... Now let's roll some other numbers. Tell got a nat one, so is that a five? Oh, no, it's a nat one. Oh, zoinks. Uh, oh, so why do modifiers apply to nat 20s, but one. not nat ones? Because it makes the game more chaotic. That, that is true. Yeah, that but is he a just rolled point. really high on this one, so it doesn't matter. Yep. Wait, what? Uh-huh. On which one? The big bad guy? That's a 19. Oh, I cast Hellish Rebuke as a, as a bonus. I'm just kidding. I can't do that. <laughs> I cast... Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> and then... I cast let's... Big Bet. <laughs> <laughs> These dice aren't appropriate for this because they're olds, but they're fun to use. Oh, I cast bad. Dream. Right. Oh, you cheat at Minecraft? <laughs> <laughs> I was just... That was a big burn to That's dream. a terrible initiative. <laughs> I don't let's get know what that means. Here. I play Minecraft. Would, oh, that was Minecraft almost YouTuber a 20. That pretended to have a world record speedrun, but he really just cheated to make it more uh, likely for him I, to win. Okay. Oh, no. Landon spin. All right, everyone. Let's have combat. As soon as I roll to the right thing. That's the music that plays. <laughs> okay. Everyone. This is gonna get crazy. Zoinks. I'm ready for this it. This is a lot of pieces. So terrified. Um, You're a lot of pieces. Um, at the top of the initiative, bizarrely, is Balgrug. <laughs> Heck so, yeah, <clears throat> Balgrug is going to start. I was not ready for this. Um, <laughs> what you gonna do, DM boy? What you gonna do, DM boy? Um, Balgrug is going to. Oh man, I need to get up my rings. I had this combat. I was like, this is a lot, but it's reasonable. And then boss is like, conjure animals. And I was like, and okay. Uh, How many extra Kuatoa did you throw in there because of the conjure animals? None. I'm keeping it the way I kept it. Oh, I appreciate it. Didn't you say you added a big bad because we did something goofy? It was always going to be in there. I just changed it from two phases to one. Oh, um, yeah. But anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> I dropped a ring on the floor. Don't let me forget that later. Um, so, uh, at the top of the initiative is Bulgrug, who is 
Blue? Yes. Um, so he is going to stay exactly where he is in front of Greta and Roe on the back of the shark. Also, it's going to get super complicated because the shark's at a swim speed. Technically, we're in a 3D space, so people can move up and down. Oh just going to be athletic checks to, to move through the water. Also, quick uh, notes going into things. If you do not have a weapon magically enchanted to work underwater, or you are not a subaquatic race, your attacks have your weapon attacks have disadvantage. An additional note, your movement is halved. Additional mechanics will come up as they do. So just in general, our movement is halved? Okay. Mm-hmm. And that applies to swim speeds. Because Zach is because you all are not at the top of a river. You are a thousand feet underwater, and the pressure is reducing your movement of the environment. So just what about for the sharks? Not the sharks. The sharks are fine. So just real quick, you said all uh, any magic items are at disadvantage. No, no, any oh. weapon not magically created to be used underwater. So, so like, for example, there's a great sword in Kanajay's shop that is made to be used yeah. underwater, and it suffers no penalties for underwater combat. Okay, but like the rapier that I have is going to be at disadvantage. disadvantage. Okay, okay. Good to know. So Bulger goes first. Oh, good luck with this, Zach. Um, so Bulgrug is going to do a lot of supporting. Um, he's going to cast Augury. No. Um, <laughs> Bulgrug is just going to... You know what? He wants to protect his friends more than anything. So unaware of what you all are going to do next, he pulls out his shield off of his back, which is just the top of a... Uh, <laughs> of a barrel of ale covered in blight faces um, and then his mace and he just pulls a protective stance and stands in front of Greta and Roe on their oh. shark ready oh, shoot. Uh, readying <laughs> a, an attack for anything that comes within their space uh, toward them so that is what Balgrog is doing um, next in initiative is uh, oh shoot does someone have an extra pencil I can resolve that. I just best. lost mine. I do. Jeez, Abby, hey, Zach, that freaking that perfect throw. Yes, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. So, Color Spray the spell is um, has a mechanic that when you cast it at a higher level, it can add more to the dice you roll for the against the hit points. Yes. Is there any mechanic with the staff that if I burn more than one usage, can I have people roll more hit points no. dice, or is it just no? Okay, because uh, that would be amazing, but kind of broken. <laughs> Yeah, but it's 10, a valid question. 10. It's a perfectly valid question. Um, okay, so that's Bulgrog's turn. He is readying an attack, a melee attack in defense of Greta and Rome because he also doesn't know that anything's different underwater. He's just trying to protect you all. He doesn't know the first thing about how wildly powerful you all so, you all are, so he just knows you're small and he's trying to protect you. He's the Force best. Force of habit from Eek. Okay, so next in initiative, amazingly are the Kuatoa. <laughs> um, so... I just need the monster manual for this. It's fun because I'm using the monster what did they manual. Roll? Nineteen. Dang. I'm getting out all my spell cards, <laughs> which is actually believable because this is where they reside, right? Mm -hmm. So this is like. So this Kuatoa is going to get in combat melee range with Tello. Oh no. This one is going to move right up to here, and this one is going to move forward to be close to Boz. Yeah, they're not terribly smart. Oh, I get an opportunity attack against him. You do? Because he moves within your range? Yeah, he moves within my range. Oh, because of polearm master? Yes. Bonk with that. Oh, with but that. I don't have my polearm. Well, you, I mean, you have your staff out, right? No, I'm a, I'm a shark. 
That's true. Yeah. Nothing happens. Okay. Nothing Thank you happens. for keeping track of that. Okay, he's gonna move into range, and so I'm gonna try and do this one by one. Um, so this Kuatoa, that's in range with Tello, is going to uh, try and hit with its spear. What's the What's the thing that's right next to Tello? Tello, Craig and the shark. Uh, Kuatoa. Craig and the shark. Okay. So, Abby, you're keeping Tello's sheet. I want you to prepare for this. I rolled a whole five. Because <laughs> I'm always Zach. So the Kuatoa pulls out this sword. It's bizarre looking. It is this smooth, dark metal that is flecked with flakes of some sort of a darker mineral or metal. And it's got this curved backward design somewhere in between a short sword and a scimitar. And at the base of the hilt, there's some sort of a strange figurine. And as it swipes forward with its blade, Tello is like looking toward the giant beast that has come over the cliff. One of his elven ears twitches just slightly and he just ducks down really low and the sword just over the top of him. And there's like a current of movement. And he sort of ducks down and he goes, oh my word, it's... And awesome. um, the Kuatoa misses. Can you react? On his turn. Um, this Kuatoa is going to, you know what? They're not smart. It doesn't know which shark is, is which. It's just going to attack this shark. So it is going to roll to hit against this shark right here. Also, Boz, if you could number your sharks. Oh, man. Yes. Yes, this gets okay, complicated. Okay, I'm numbering them. And uh, you're going to have to help me remember which ones are where well, because I, I have a hard time a, seeing. Yeah, no problem. Put a C next to one of them for the one that Craig is riding on. Okay. Put an R and a G next to one of them for the ones that, um, uh, Greta and Ro are writing and then just put like a, a right and a left or something next to you for or a one and a two for these and we'll just say that this is shark one and this is shark two on either side of you okay so three dash one is on my left and three dash two is on my right excellent so he is going to take an attack at three dash one that is a 15 hit does that hit oh yeah, that hits Okay. <laughs> I rolled two points of piercing damage. Full on um, so the Kuatoa pulls out this wicked looking spear, jabs it forward. It stabs it into the front of the shark. There's a little bit of blood and it pulls it back. And the shark just like gets a cut on its face and barely moves and looks back at him. And the Kuatoa sort of goes, <laughs> it, looks, it looks concerned about its future as it's rapidly rethinking it. Then this last Kuatoa, just because Kara Though I am your friend, and I always support and care about you, as my DM, it's my job to be a little bit cruel. Is going to throw a net. <gasps> and none of you all know what this means to Kara, but I hate you. Kara knows what this means to Kara. <laughs> I hate you. Yes! <laughs> 22! <laughs> what? <laughs> and Janice's first ever combat, she got stuck in a net for the whole fight, the and the DM NPC fight. saved her. <laughs> You're stuck in the net. So the Kuatoa pulls out a, a net, uh, this this net of like of like thick, heavy material wrapped around. Looks like it's it's made from um, the uh, worn rope pulled off of shipwrecks, and there's stones weighing it down at the side. And as it throws it over, Eek, you turn around, and the net flies over you and pins you to the ground. Yes. All right. Uh, I don't care how the rest of the fight goes now. Um, okay. So those are the Kuatoa's turns. So next in initiative, it is the sharks. What are they doing? Okay, so shark one and two are gonna attack the one that just attacked shark. I'm oh, sorry, shark three dash one and three dash two are gonna attack the one who attacked shark three dash one. Oh, um, I'm so confused. As long as you've got to tell. It. Okay, so these two are gonna make attacks here, right? <laughs> yes. Go ahead and roll your attacks. Four rolls because they get they have pack tactics. Yes, sir. 
So it is a 16 hit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I assume an 18 hits too. Yes, sir. Okay, so they both they all hit, and then I then um so that's gonna be two d8 plus two plus four. <laughs> Druids are so all strong, together. y'all. That's just nine damage. <laughs> just nine damage. Okay, so they both rip into him. Sharks. <laughs> Those sharks two are sharks. Big and powerful. So, the, so after the Kuito stabs one of them and just sort of cuts its face, he sort of like shrinks back a little bit, and then the two sharks just <laughs> like swim in suddenly. One of them grabs onto an arm, and as he goes it to pull away, its whole hand gets caught in the shark's mouth, which just envelops it, and the lips of the shark's mouth pull back to expose the teeth, jagged and pointed in other directions. Actually, they're reef sharks, so they're perfectly serrated and symmetrical, and they just cut in like saws. <laughs> And then the shark violently shakes back and forth. And as it pulls backward, all this pale silvery blood that you all have seen in the past, um, just sort of like clouds the water in front of the Kuatoa. And there's this garbled like of pain and blood spills out everywhere. And as the shark moves backward and the blood pulls away, the arm is still on, but there's like seriously cut tissue all around it. And the second shark just comes in and bites at the shoulder. And as it pulls away, there's blood everywhere. And it's kind of hard to tell what happened to that Kuatoa because there's so much blood, but it definitely looks bloodied. So, um, the other two sharks are going to head up to the Kuatoa that's on top of the monster. I like it. Wait, okay. okay. I'm on. Quick I'm rules. On. That's okay. Boss is in charge of them. Okay. Fun, isn't it? Oh, wait. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Well, that's okay. We've wait, done wait, wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Um, no, no, no. So, Bots interestingly, Craig on top of the sharks, oh, uh, the sharks, because you all are swimming, especially creatures with swim speeds, can move oh, no. over other creatures because it's a three dimensional <sighs> space. So, Ro, you and Greta are on a shark, no! and then Boz gives like a, a swimming motion, and this shark swims over Bulgrog, who made the defensive position in front of you, and swims around this giant creature. So its giant claws pull over the edge, and then you guys swim up over it. And Craig on I the shark you're on, top. I'm sorry. swims forward over, over around, I and the two sharks it. swim as quickly as they can on I don't the like creature on top of it. First of all, Craig, because you were riding this shark and you left this coup to a space, there's an attack of opportunity. I'm always Zach, that misses. So um, a sword just by you and you just, uh, how do you deflect it? <laughs> I, I laugh at his face and then <laughs> I like, kind of like. <laughs> so the sword comes out and Craig is puff and the blade just by his head as the shark swims forward yep. toward the creature. And you all are, <laughs> rapidly thrust go, toward oh, no. a like 20 foot long <laughs> lobster monster clawing, clawing over the edge and you guys swim toward the casting the the, the creature with the staff riding its back um yep this is what i wanted to be right okay now. what are the two sharks doing boss they're gonna attack heck yeah um, <laughs> well, we're on assist. Can I assist? no it's not y'all's turn we're on this and it attacks so boss roll to hit uh twice <laughs> Are we holding on? What are we doing? You know what? That's a really good point. To. I like that. Yeah, Can like, I get athletics <laughs> checks from oh, both no, from all so three of you guys? Sorry, you guys. Here's a thought. Here's a thought. Wait, so you're if the all sharks move I know, that's why I'm 40 feet sorry. towards the thing, wouldn't they need to make athletics checks to hold on to them as they go over there? Yeah, exactly. Or only oh, when they attack? No, no, no. Oh, so they're making athletics. Is not they're making athletics checks right now. Suit. Oh, okay. Or strength saving throw. Y'all's preference. Actually, strength saving throw could also apply. Boz, what are your rolls? 16 and 19. Okay. Plus, okay. Uh, two. Oh, plus four to hit. So that's dirty twenty and twenty-three. Okay. 
Wow, that's incredible rolls. Give me just a second here. So it's they have advantage because of pack tactics. Street that's awesome. Saving throw, strength or athletics. It's okay. Saving throw. So both of those hits. So roll yes. for damage, please, Boz. Same on my. And I'll come to you guys in just a second. Sorry, there's lots of manager. Oy vey. I don't like this. I love this game so much. <laughs> so that was an eight and a four plus four. So that's 16 damage. Okay. Math is hard. Okay. Um, also, Boz, you're concentrating on contra animals, right? Yes. Okay, excellent. Um, so the two sharks swim up. Uh, and they just bite into this creature on top that's riding this other Kuatoa. One takes a jab and pulls a chunk out of its shoulder, and it hisses in, in vile hatred toward it. There's a spew of silver blood. Just the, Also, wonderfully, past the lobsters, like halfway down, you can see nothing, the giant monster here, because it's pitch black, and this is where the end of the light goes. So as the sharks come over, you just get a little of illuminated light. Oh, the lobster monster is much bigger than you thought. It goes down another 10 feet. Also, total black. Who knows how far it drops? Woo! Um, the second sharp rips into it, and this this Kuatoa riding this horrible monster is, is wounded. There's blood coming out of it. It's hissing backward, but it seems a little fortified, some sort of magically strengthened somehow. So it's okay. What are the athletics uh, checks or strength saving throws, y'all's preference? Craig. Um, I'm sorry, does a, does a 26 count? Oh, <laughs> dang it. That's... That's Craig, amazing. you stay completely on top of the shark. You, you're gripping it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you stand up on the shark with one hand on the fin with your, your war hammer in hand. You look awesome. On a shark. Greta. 11. Ooh, that's rough. Oh, Whoa. no. That's rough. No? Three. Oh. That's rougher. <laughs> Guys, let's play a game no. of odds and evens. No. First contestant, Rowena. Odds or evens, Rowena? Odds. That's a five. Good for you. Greta, odds evens. or evens? Evens. Ten. Dang it. <laughs> okay. Both of you all fall off back here. Oh, so you goodness. both fall off on the cliff as the shark bolts forward, and you both don't descend into a bottomless drop. <sighs> so you, you, oh as the gosh. shark pulls forward, like it's a tube of muscle that just pulls out of your grips and you both fall backward. There's a moment of terror, and you guys like sort of swim rapidly. Oh, you're laying down on your backs, and you both just stand up. <laughs> We're like crabs on our okay. backs. Um, <laughs> that's the shark's turn. Next in initiative, if I'm ever wrong, someone correct me, because I'm terrible at initiative, is Roe. No, it's Craig. Craig. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Riding a shark. <laughs> so did the shark attack the Kuta? It did. It did? Okay. Um, can I roll? No. Can I read? You absolutely can. So, Craig. <laughs> Riding a shark on the edge of a cliff a thousand feet beneath the sea, surf the sea surface over a bottomless drop into the black ocean with a warhammer in hand. I know we're level six, but maybe you're the coolest barbarian ever already. You are riding a, sh a shark in pitch black yeah, in a bottomless expanse of water with a warhammer in your hand. What does it look like when you rage? You absolute animal. I love this game, guys. I lift up the warhammer. Yes. And I go. <laughs> yeah, you lift up the warhammer and you just like full on sand person from Star Wars. Just like <laughs> the warhammer over your hand and all your muscles pop out. 
That's your bonus action. You are raging. I the love it. Oh, we have a raging right circle. And also, if y'all remember, I thought a really cool. <laughs> Why don't you roll a dice off the table? Isn't it? It's a I'm afraid. He starts floating towards the surface. <laughs> <laughs> Craig rolls the number that pulls Greta off of the edge. Wait, don't a lot have to do with water? So maybe, maybe it'll work yeah, in Craig, favor. This, this is Craig's ideal environment, actually. <laughs> That's so weird. So silly. <laughs> Even the one that can't swim. <laughs> That's a 12. Oh, okay, okay. Give me a second to pull up the table. She's got it. Guys, okay, I'm on, so excited for this combat right now. Okay, you said you rolled a 12? Micah, that's sick! Yes. What? Hold on. Holy crap! Do you want me to read it or you? Yeah, can you read it? Spectral shadowy tentacles emerge from the point at which you stand, <laughs> forming a ring around you for a five-foot radius. Any creature of your choice that enters your melee range must make a dexterity saving throw equal to your barbarian level. Upon a success, the creature evades your grasp, only needing to repeat the saving throw if they leave or enter your melee space. Upon a failure, the creature is grappled and takes 1d6 psychic damage for every round that they remain grappled in this way. A creature grappled in this way must make a strength saving throw at the end of each turn to escape the tentacles. Um, these tentacles remain for a number of rounds equal to your proficiency bonus. So for three rounds, so Craig, you rage. Riding a shark <laughs> over the precipice of an endless drop into the ocean. This is so cool. <laughs> and do you want to describe it? I don't have to. Um. So how close am I to the man? I mean, you're right to next the to the dude. Him. Yes. Fish guy. Would that circle include the the lobster? Both. Yeah. <laughs> so as I'm doing this, he does the, like the warhammer, and and the guy, the Kuatoa dude, looks at Craig. You can't narrow it. What you do? Well. Okay, yeah, I'm he looks at you, like sure. the angle of like, okay, gotcha, from behind gotcha. his back. Oh, heck Tentacles yeah. start, yes. like, fall, like, like just flowing Dude, out sick. Of, of him. And it just, it's almost like the tentacles, like, see, the, like, all the oh, heck yeah. at the same heck time. Yeah. And then just, like, dart oh, at him. Dude, yes. Okay, so, Craig, is it okay if I embellish this? I don't want to yeah, take it from ahead. you. Okay, so, Craig wrist, lifts the hammer above his head, and from inside of the circle on his warhammer, like a green, the, the orb appears for a moment, <gasps> just sort of, <gasps> it flashes and then disappears, and all these dark green varicose veins pull away from Craig's eyes, and the shape and pattern of the veins away from his eyes in the same movement, the same order, tentacles of dark, inky blackness pull out from behind his back, and like Doc Ox arms from Spider-Man, they all point toward the Kuotoa, and whip Wait, out at him. The moment before the tentacles go for him, I, love this I would amount of like to read his mind. That's an action, right? Well, hold on, let me see. Do 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 do. I have it written down. Um. That cannot be a save. Uh, I can do it three times per long rest. As an oh, action. As an action. That's definitely a failure. For me, sorry. Okay, I was like. Um, it's an action, okay. right? Okay, it's an action. Well, well, no, you haven't used your action. That was your bonus action. Oh. So, but just to be clear, if you do this, I you are not hitting with your hand. Your turn. That's right. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Okay. So, first of all, the tentacles whip out forward. They wrap this, this Kuatoa up. They bind around his ankles. And as they wrap on, he shouts something. And these dark varicose veins... Pulse up his legs and his eye, his head twitches. Roll a d6 for me, because he takes the psychic damage. Yeah, you have successfully does. grappled him. He fails. <clears throat> Do these? Okay. Hey, damage is damage, dude. Damage is damage. Um, 
The uh, giant monster definitely saves. <laughs> the tentacles get near and the leg just swats them away. Um, but you have gra you have grappled the creature on top. And I have a ring for that too, but we'll come to that in a second. Now what are you doing for your action? action? You still have your action. So I would like to swing my warhammer around and bonk the man right on the head. Oh, we bonk Do it to bonk. We Roll bonk it to bonk. And because you're fifth level, you have two bonks. Wait, he doesn't get advantage because he's grappled. No, 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 that's not, that's not that. Hold on. Okay. Also, if anyone can help me figure out which of these is grappled. I'm going to bring my inspiration So many condition rings, Zachary. Yeah. A lot. I know. Aren't they dope? They were a gift from Daniel. What are wow. there? That really freaking sucks. I got a seven and then I bring my inspiration and I got a three. You got well, a three. You can roll again. You have your second attack. Okay. I'm going to do that. Mm. Can I give him bardic inspiration? Uh, or no? That'd be on your turn. The, the first time. one I got was a seven that I burned my initiative and I got a three. Yeah, so that missed. What about the mm -hmm. second roll? The second one would be a 10 plus seven would be a 17. Okay, well that definitely hits. Okay, so 17 you hit. Roll for damage mm -hmm. now, Craig. And that is also next to the mall on your, hey. the mall, or the Warhammer on your page. Yes, sir. I just have a question. I don't yeah. want to interrupt Micah. So what was the highest number of the first set of rolls you did? Seven. Well, the first Seven. set would be, um, well, I didn't apply my attack So bonus, plus your, did you add your modifier to that? No, that would be a 14, but it's okay. So it'd be a 14. So Both hit. Thank you, Boz. Both hit. Okay. I so that's okay. It's okay. You don't have to apologize. So um, if you'll look on your sheet next to the yeah. Warhammer, the last box has the damage. Okay. So it's a D8 plus five. Mm -hmm. So roll. Oh my goodness. You absolute warrior. That's a one. So six. Plus roll a six. Again. And then that would be a 12. Jeez, dude. No, wait, that's it's plus five, so. Wait, so it's plus five, and there's nothing else I add to it, so that would oh, be. Oh, you're raging, so. Oh, yeah, so it plus would be two. 12. Yeah. So, okay, so. Uh, wait, plus two? Okay, so that would be. So the first one. First one is one, plus five, plus two is eight. The second one, what did you roll in your D8? Uh, I got a six. Okay, so six plus seven is 13. So eight plus 13 is 21. That's a lot of damage in a turn, Craig. Oh my gosh, okay. Y'all, so you are messing this guy up right Craig. out of the gate. Wait, who was that on? The thing riding okay. the monster. The so Craig, you take two huge bashes. And as your, as your hammer whistles through the water, the sound makes this as the water pulls through the circle ahead of the hammer. Yes, woom woom, lightsaber. And as you take two bashes, blood flows out of the creature, and as it tries to move backwards, the, the tentacles grasp it and hold it in place. And Craig, this creature which has just come onto the battlefield, looks bloodied. Are you serious? All right. So, that's Craig's incredible yeah, turn. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, I assume. No movement, right? Don't you right? wish you had a okay, fighter? Cool. Like um, so, next person is going to be Ro. What you doing, Ro? Also, if you deal damage, this will be your first damage of the campaign. Wow. Which is exciting. Wow. So what are you doing? Not that you should. What are you doing? Um, I have I have a question real quick. The Absolutely. tentacles that came out of Craig, do those look like the old yes, tentacles? Very. And second of all, keen mind, does Roe... Um, <laughs> does Roe remember if old said that they fear him or they don't like him? Don't like him. Okay, so never mind that I'm not going to do what I thought I was going to do, um, but I'm going to cast, so which one's closest to me? The one that Craig just This one that's that been one? attacked by the lobster, by, by the sharks that looks super damaged. Okay, um, I'm going to cast Charm Person on him. Okay, uh, so saving throw? 
Wisdom saving throw, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay, so advantage. I make this at advantage uh, because it's in combat with other creatures. Thank you, boss. Ooh. I'm always sad. What's your spell save DC, Ro? I'm sure I failed. Uh, 16. <laughs> okay, what do you play? Oh, um, you got a friend in the That's so weird, but okay. Okay, so Rose sings. Um, yeah, and like purple and green like flow out of it into the okay. water, like kind of so, like bubbles. As this Kuatoa is being ripped apart by the sharks, all like this purple and green bubbles float around its head, and it's like rearing back its sword, and all of a sudden. Just lowers it to his side, turns towards you. It gives this really weird, uncanny smile. All these jagged teeth exposing it, and it goes, <sighs> and just waves at you. And as it does, like muscles are hanging out of its arm and blood. It's really macabre and terrible. Okay, Row, incredible. Do you use any movement or anything? Um, who? This is you. Is it? A, am I allowed to know who's next in initiative? No. Okay. Um. Okay. Well. Greta is closest to me, so I give Greta bardic inspiration. <gasps> Heck yeah, dude. Okay, so you can take the little loot. <laughs> a little classy. Okay, Rose is freaking dope. Turn, do you use any movement? Um, it, itsy bitsy loot, I right? get away from the edge. Okay, I how far do you go? How I go you? near my friend now. <laughs> Which, that's very vague. No, my the, my new friend. Oh, I go okay. near him. <laughs> so, like 5, 10, any closer? Uh, yeah, just that's fine. Okay. I'm just by so, him. Yeah. Uh, the um, the Homerous Horror has a 10-foot range in one of its attacks, so that's an opportunity attack by leaving its range because those are some big freaking claws. So let's roll the hit, everyone. Oh no, not row. No! Natural one. Oh. So, <laughs> Ro, as you, as, you, as you dart out of the way, this huge shadow raises over your head as this immense claw reaches outward, red, whitening at the tip with all these barbs coming off of it and this huge calcified, um, like, chitinous structures that point and jab off of the front and is it over your head. Boz hits the caster on top who pulls on the chain around its head and the lobster creature sort of, like, moves its head around and misses you. And you feel the water, like, your hair gets pulled in a direction just from the force of the displaced water water that got moved from around your head and you just slide over to the Kuatoa and as you come over the Kuatoa just <laughs> and waves at you. <laughs> That's an incredible turn. Next initiative would be the one and only Boss. What you doing Boss? Your shot. my turn? Yes. <laughs> um, What's the blue second, ring? Let me... Concentrating. He's oh, concentrating okay. on conjure animals. Okay, can you point to which one I am Zachary? Because colors don't really exist. I'm right there. Blue ring, ocean. Okay. Yes, so, okay, you can move your hand so I can see the lines. Okay, so which one of these are my friends? Friend, friend, now friend, friend, <laughs> friend, 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 friend. We got friends. Okay, Zach, I want to move to uh, one towards you on the other side of the red circle where so Eek is. This way? Well. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you No, no, you can move any direction because you're a shark. So you want to come this way toward wait, me? Wait, wait, wait. Before, before I do anything, is taking is going out of wild shape a bonus action? Or is Excellent it question. Action? Could you look that up on the player's handbook? Competition. Everyone search. Wild shape. Bonus I action, couldn't find wild drop. shape earlier. 
Oh, the sounds of flipping Oh, it's a paper. bonus action. Heck yeah. Jews are sick. So, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Tell it to me, Landon. Tell it to me, Londart. Uh, I'm... I'm trying to figure out how to tell you what I what I. On tell me what you want. What you really really want. That's close to you. Mm -hmm. One one below. Right there. Yes. Is everybody within thirty feet of me right there? Yes. I would like to go there. Unwild shape and cast water walk on everybody. Amazing. I think. This is the third time in the campaign that you're just going to say, screw your combat. Okay. Um, amazing. Okay, so Boz swims as a shark. Wait, 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 wait. Before I do that, is someone holding the chest? I'm holding the chest. Oh, did we? Me and Greta were holding onto it on our shark. Dexterity saving throw. Can I say that? Is this, can is this, to, is no. this to retroactively? We, we were both holding it on the shark. Well, then you can yeah, retroactively like take like... disadvantage on your saving throws to hold on to the shark. Never mind. Okay. Because holding onto a chest together conjoined and also holding onto a shark is pretty hard. Okay. So this is to gauge how well I held onto the chest? Mm -hmm. That, that is the best natural one I've seen in a long time. Uh, you do notice with your incredible happy. passive perception that Greta is not holding onto the chest. Where is it? Yeah, do we see it anywhere? <laughs> Odds are evens. Oh, oh, I like it. Let me get on my skull. Evens. Greta. Evens. Oh, that's a beautiful 15, isn't it? All right. Oh, yeah, that's a bug. <laughs> no. No. The chest. What is the bug Greta, on the table roll a D6 represent? for me. Oh, it's no. going to decide the random direction. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Over here. Right there. There's the chest. Mm. Boz, you see that. Okay. I am going to go over to the chest on wild shape and grab it. Okay. <laughs> so you swim over to here. You can occupy the same space as the chest. So you land next yeah. to it and it's like teetering on the edge and you and you like disappear from Boz. All these leaves float up out of the ocean and you just pick up the chest. You've got it in your hands. Okay. Um, so how much of that was my shark movement? 40 feet, I think. Uh, that was... I'm trying to figure five, out if I have 10, any movement 15 left. movement. 15? So, I don't know how movement works from going from wild shape to regular, so here's what I'm just going to roll for the sake of time. Uh, I just want to move a little bit away from the edge. Okay, yeah, yeah, easy. Boom, there you go. Hey, okay. you're with me and my friend. Um, <laughs> hey, Zach, what can I still do? I would... I, I love light action economy. I love going soft. But because the unwild shaping was a bonus action, it's oh shoot, it's Can I hard. Take an action. It's hard to call that picking the chest picking the chest up anything other than an action, because you used a whole bonus action to unwild shape. Okay. Um, you still have a reaction, but yeah, I'm really breaking action economy. If there's another thing you can do, no, that's fine. That makes sense. Okay, I I appreciate the respect. Okay, anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Um, that's Boz's turn. So next we go to the one and only Eek. What you doing, okay, K-Ray? Get out of the net. <laughs> Give me that strength. Saving. <laughs> throw. Ba-da-da-da. Ba-da-da. 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 Ba-da-
yes. question. Answer. Um, if I were to get out like a weapon, can I first fall under a net? And then would that help me with my strength saving throw or no? Sharp saving throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, ideas. I'm gonna call it a strength saving throw no matter what, but she cuts the net. <laughs> and just for the sake of answering a question, restrain. Give me restrained. Now, come on. Uh, you have disadvantage with a weapon while restrained, and um, I'm gonna say it's not gonna necessarily, unless you're trying specifically to cut through the net. Um, I'm not gonna say it's gonna help with the strength saving throw because the strength saving throw is to push the net off. It's weighted. It's heavy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll just I'll just do a strength save. Roll. An eleven. <laughs> Oof. I know. Kara, would you like to know what the DC for the saving throw is? A 10? It's a 10. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that means the whole time I was running, I was rolling lower than 10. Yes. So Eek, the tiny Eek just sort of stands up and and throws the net off of her like an overhead press and the net just lands in the water behind you. You are free. Okay. Now that's your action. My action? Okay, so then I'm gonna dart over okay wait uh let me just hold on um where's the hole that i saw them crawling out of of the boat they didn't come out of the boat they came around the boat no 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 uh oh right uh, here right here oh no (laughs) yeah okay i see where this is going you go in you go in the edge of the boat uh yeah okay bonus action hide Wait, I don't want to go. I don't want to go in the boat. I want to be like poking out of the boat. Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna need you to roll for it. Uh, roll uh, for it's what? hard to hide within the maw of a boat without being inside the opening. No, no, no. I'm in the little opening, poking out. I didn't. I, okay, so that means you're like, inside. So I'm gonna have to put you slightly inside the wood. Got it. But I'm not like fully in. Gotcha. The boat. Okay. Okay. All right. So you're Never in the lip right mind. here. Yeah. Okay. So. Yes. 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 I'm just gonna say bonus action hide. If they want to check later, they can fail a perception check. Okay, so that's Eek's turn. Um, mm-hmm. So now we go to, somebody help me out. I had an eight. No. Tell how to Cause one. you know who has a nine? The Homerous Horror. Oh. Okay guys, let's make this interesting, Wait, shall we? What is his name? The Homerous Horror. H-O-M-A-R-U-S, because that is the genus of crustaceans that contains lobsters. Okay, so cool. Um, No need to be so cool with this. So, the Homerous Horror is going to make two attacks. Does it have to make a saving throw? It already succeeded at saving throw. Oh, so Um, he's free? So, it saw the thing that has grappled its master. So let's take two attacks at your corner. (laughs) Just for funsies. That is going to be a total of 21 to hit. Me? And the second one is a 15 to both hit. Me? Yes. Oh, no. Heck yeah. Wait, wait, what's your AC, Micah? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that both hits. Okay. What's your AC? Oh. Sadly. But I am resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. That's good. You're going to need that. Um, 12 plus 7 is 19. Second attack. Oh, right, 17. 17 plus 19 is going to be 36, right? Yes. 36. Um, so that halves, fortunately. 36 halved is 18. So 
Craig, you take 18 points of bludgeoning damage. And fortunately, <laughs> it is hit with its two crush attacks. So, um, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Craig. Let's go, Craig. So, a strength saving throw? Yes, ma'am. So that would be 19. Dang, that's good. But it is one below a 20. No. So, You're Craig, <clears throat> as as, as the, the creature lifts up off the cliff and all its other limbs hold it on, because it's got like 30 of them, and then there's two huge claws reach around and <laughs> grab onto you and pull you off of the shark and hold you in its grasp, and they just crush into you, and you... <gasps> resist but as they squeeze inward your armor creaks and blood seeps out of them and your blood is weirdly a mix of red and green right now sick um, okay sick and as you are crushed you are held in its grasp you are grappled Aww. let's get a grappled ring our face sharks are friendly right they're not gonna oh go gosh. after our blood no they're okay <laughs> well i don't know well, they're sharks <laughs> okay um, so is there anything else it can do no that's that's turn okay so now we go to greta what you doing Grete? one second i'm gonna come on Grete. okay um so you when when that big crusty dude was attacking <laughs> the, the crusty big, crab everyone pizza. the big crusty pizza. dude pizza. <laughs> okay when he was attacking so he's when, conscious and he's making his own decisions yeah when mr krabs was attacking gotcha he so he like <laughs> chose to attack craig and his master didn't command that no okay cool um i'm gonna uh okay this is gonna be so good guys what you doing you mighty chalupa yeah i am i'm gonna cast <laughs> I'm excited. Dude, me too. And excited and scared. <laughs> Come on, great today. I'm so sorry. I just want to make sure I'm doing everything right. Hey, you're nailing it, bro dog. <laughs> uh, Kara, uh, with this brief intermission, can I get some live commentary on current thoughts on the combat? Uh, yeah. <laughs> good. Micah, oh, yours. Oh, we got that commentary. Okay, never mind. Greta's good. Swiggy swagging. I'm gonna cat, I'm gonna I'm gonna witch bolt that little dude. Heck yeah, dude! At the third level. Oh. And I'm gonna use my go Greta. My nightmare caster, which Heck means yeah. that I okay. okay I want to make so sure. So you can add your wisdom modifier Charisma. onto the damage. Charisma modifier. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. And so then I'm also gonna channel divinity. Um. Uh, hand of the hag. So that means if I successfully, so I need to hit him first, right? So roll the hit. Yes. So roll your d20 and add your spell attack modifier. Also guys, Greta is so strong. <laughs> Come on, Greta, roll that dice. Attack modifier is spell attack bonus, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Ooh, that's gonna be high. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a, that's a dirty 20 and I'm gonna cast guidance on myself. Okay. Wait. Guidance is an action. Oh, never mind. I'm not totally. You have bardic so, inspiration. Yeah. I'm also. I'm gonna use. Sophia I don't think hit. you can. You can roll. Can you roll bardic inspiration on a hit value? Oh, I or don't think you can. Check. Just, just ability. ability. Okay. So you have a twenty. So yeah, just dirty twenty. Are you hitting the creature atop the monster or the monster? Uh. I need to know. <sighs> Quick answer. Monster. Gotcha. <clears throat> Greta. A twenty just hits. <gasps> Heck yeah, bro. Okay. Okay, sick. So now roll, to, roll damage, right? Yeah, the mayim. Yes, ma'am. Oh, no, excuse me. 
That's 20 more than just hits. Pardon me. Sorry. Okay, sick. Okay. So when so I which cast a spell... Is 3d12, am I correct? Uh, 1d12, and I'm casting it at the third level. So 3d12. Yeah. All right, so roll 3d12. 3d12, okay. And then you can add your charisma modifier, and okay. then you can use Hand of the Hag. Oh my okay. goodness. Y'all ready for this? That's a five. Okay. Yeah, that's it. So five, nine, 14. Oh my goodness. Plus 10. <sighs> 24. So 24 plus Jeez, those are good rolls. Let's go. Plus right charisma. Mm -hmm. Her charisma's good. So 20, 28, 24 plus four is 28. And then hand of the hag. Y'all, 28 points of damage so far. Let's go, Greta! You have to make a saving throw against my... Spell monitor, or spell save DC? Yes. What kind of saving throw? Charisma? Yes. Which spell, spell uh, modifier, spell save DC? Eight, wait, 16. That makes more sense, I just rolled a 16. So I save. Okay. What was, what, what did I just save from? Upon failure, affected creature suffers a continuous series of misfortunes. That's right. Being subtracting from its rolls. Oh my goodness. One D four to subtract. Woo! So each saving throws and attack rolls. Okay. For for, but for three rounds. But you still you still did the damage. No, that's failure. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Sorry that's about okay. that. That's okay. Sorry. Um, that's all right. So you still rolled your damage. What does it look like as you cast this freaking sick witch bolt? Question. Um Which point is there, bud? Um, Greta's just gonna <laughs> scream really loud, honestly. Heck yeah! And wait, hold on, Zach. This is underwater. Yes, ma'am. And lightning, which bolt is is blue energy. When I did this on the hag in the water on that first campaign, I got like we got to. Is there a note about that in the spell? Because I might have taken things pretty easy on you guys at the beginning. Yeah, one d twelve lightning damage for extra for water. Uh. It doesn't say that. I, I was just kind of being. Okay. Helpful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they were training. Me. I'll tell you what. Roll a d4. Because it still physically makes sense. Yeah. That's a four. <laughs> You're crazy. Thirty-two points of damage. Thirty-two points Whoa. of damage. Wow. <laughs> Dang. You smell cooked lobster. <laughs> oh. Yum. Um. So. <laughs> uh, so you scream and all this green energy <laughs> crackles around you and it like. <laughs> pulses through the water and this little blue or green orb of light appears in front of you and it just and it racks forward it like hits the the um hummer's horror and it just sort of like rapidly like sort of convulses and some of the armor on the side of you chars and craig there's a little extra squeeze that hurts as you're in its claws but you have successfully badly electrocuted it sick okay anything else you have a movement do you use movement no. Okay, cool. All right, that's Greta's turn. Um, next up is the Kuatoa Priest. Priest? Is that the one on top of him? Uh, yes, it is. Is he still grappled with me? He is still grappled. grappled. We're both grappled! We're grappled together. If we were, if we were friends, I would give him a fist bump. And if okay, we grappled, seeing how badly this is going, <laughs> Home Dog's going to cast Spiritual Guardians. <laughs> oh, this is gonna get bad. Oh no. Okay. Craig, could you just go ahead and preemptively make a wisdom saving throw for me? Oh. Oh, I am not wise. Nope. 
wisdom. So that, okay, can I, can I, um, make a request? <laughs> yeah, go so ahead. I wasted my inspiration on you the, did. uh, the, uh, rolling for it to attack because mm -hmm. I didn't fully understand how my, my stats worked and stuff. Mm -hmm. Does that inspiration still count as? Because I didn't even go with the second use. I have absolutely no intention to recrawl, but we're at level six. So, I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's okay. No, you're fine. Um, so, so um, the Kuatoa priest, angry and frustrated, lifts its staff and it brings it down on the ground, but the shell of the Hamras horror is so hard that the shell just takes it. And as it's grabbed by the tentacles, it pulls an arm free, lifts up the staff and brings it down going, has that done thing? What it brings it, it down on the cell. Uh, it says, <laughs> um, dawn upon them. And as it brings the staff down, there's like this thunderous <clears throat> crack. And all of a sudden, off, out, like pulled away from the shell of the monster, all these hey, ethereal wait. lobster creatures start like spiraling around it, these ethereal beasts. And um, technically, Greta is also 15 feet away. So could you also hey. make a wisdom saving throw for me? Uh, oh. Grappled creatures can't take actions or reactions. Really? Yeah, they're well, That was super important. Incredible, boss. Forgive me for what I just said. Hey, Landon. Um, thank you. So I think it's a straight saving throw. <laughs> thank you. Never mind. He does nothing. <laughs> the man is grappled though. Because I failed another saving throw. So never mind. He does nothing. Does he take damage for being uh, in it again? I think it already took it. Oh, no, no, no. I thought it was new round. Um, da, 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 da. Well, okay, so it, it took it the first round, so next round it'll take it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yes. Okay. okay, boss. Nice. Yeah, it's grappled. It does nothing. Craig? Uh, it. Oh, sorry, Craig. Here's what happens. It raises the staff. It goes to slam it down, and you can start to see the ethereal form of the spell pull away from the shell, and one of the tentacles just wraps up and like sort of wraps over its mouth and holds it there for a second, so it goes, Has that a and in your head you just hear old go, shush, we don't need you to speak, and it says nothing instead. Uh, freaking sick. So it wastes its turn and does nothing because uh, it feels the saving throw. Incredible. Um, so that is its turn. Holy cow. There went my damage. Um, okay, so now it is Tello at the very end. The rogue who went last. Okay, I'm playing Tello, right? Mm-hmm. What is Tello Boy Me Bob right here doing? Swiggity swag. Never played a rogue, so I'm gonna do my gosh darn bestest. Hey, we're gonna support you no matter what. Um, he is. Holy cow, this is a lot of initiative. He is right, right in front of that dude, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. What's he gonna do? Remind, can you remind me of the rules with water weapons? Uh, disadvantage. Disadvantage. Oh shoot, you should have been making your attacks at disadvantage. That's fine. I didn't remember. Don't worry about it. We'll, even, we'll do it next round. It's even fine. with the crossbow. Yeah. Swag. Okay. Um. What are we doing? He's gonna use his rapier to oh. make an attack at that <gasps> that one guy, um, okay. and he's going to Tell he's gonna do sneak attack. He cannot because he is not hidden, nor is he uh, in advantage for the attack. He can do sneak attack when he has advantage, and you can be advantage. You can have advantage uh, if a creature is either flanked by allies or um, a spell is upon it for advantage, or if he is hidden. So he would need to bonus action hide to then get gain advantage, or um, he has to the creature has to be flanked by allies. So he but does not have sneak attack. I don't think sneak attack will work here because never will we be in advantage because the water, right? Mm. Very good. Point. Wouldn't it just even out? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So, give you like a regular attack? Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't. So with his rapier, he may ho- he has yeah. two options basically. He can ca- or three. He can cast a spell as an arcane trickster. He can try to roll the hit with his sword, or he can try and pull away, proc an opportunity attack, hide and, and attack with his crossbow. Those are basically his three options. Okay, he's gonna give me just a second. I'm looking at stuff. That's okay. If if you want questions answered, we may know them rather quickly off the top of our head. Okay. What's okay? Um. Can he move? Uh, I'm trying to get within range so that I can use poison spray on those two. Is on that possible? Yeah. What is the what's the range of poison spray? Ten feet. They are ten feet apart from each other, so there's no way you can Sweet angle swaggin. it. That, okay, I'm just no, gonna. There's no feet. No way. Like it has a cone of ten feet. Yeah. So they are like because it's like five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Like there's ten feet between them. They're twenty feet away from each other. So they're twenty feet away from each other. Yeah. Because okay. 5, 10, or at least 15. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be able to get both. Cool. I'm going to poison spray the one in front of me. Okay. Um, so ranged spell attacks have disadvantage if they're made in melee with a creature. Okay. So then I'm going to... He can move back and do it. He'll just proc opportunity attack. Can I use cunning action to disengage? <laughs> yes, bonus action disengage. Okay, so oh, I'm, unkillable rogues. I'm so dis- Craig just, or uh, Tilly just does a, a sick, like, roll backwards. Can you do, like, can you, like, jump backwards through the, through the, through sure. the water? Somersault, somersault, somersault. So he's going to. Anything past this, it's out of range. Okay, so he, he, is he in range to poison spray oh, that one? he can poison spray this one, yeah. Swiggity swag, that's what he's gonna do. Okay, so the creature swings at him, and Tello just, like, rolls backward, rolls backward again, lands on all fours, or, like, on, like, all three in a superhero pose, and he goes, oh my goodness, that was awesome. And, uh, uh, saving throw, probably, dexterity saving throw, wisdom Con saving save. throw. Con save. Con save, ooh. I'm always Zach, that's a four. Well, for damage. For poison Is spray. poison spray a ranged spell attack? If you have other information, let me know. Yeah, I think it is. If you have other oh, information, let me gosh. know. It looks I like people are saying about how Greta's tears could be poisonous. Oh, that's pretty sick. Um, you mix Greta tears with rose Go flowers. Go ahead and roll for damage, and if I'm wrong. Oh wait, this is Tello. Oh dang it! Never mind. Wait. Oh. No. I got a twelve. Hold on. Oh yeah, because the range is ten feet. Yes. Yeah. So it's a range ball attack. So I got a twelve. Um, you rolled a twelve on a d twelve. I did. Is that a critical no. hit? What are you? I no, that's, that's incredible. That's twelve points of damage on him. Ha. That's wild. Okay, so Teller rolls backward, and then he pulls that spiraling metal uh, symbol out from his pocket, lifts up a hand, and he just mutters something in Sylvan. And as he squeezes, there's like this spray of like this like green goop from his palm, and the Kutel goes and just begins like it starts to cackle and then chokes on the poison. It's gonna take 12 points of poison damage. It looks a lot more than bloody. Yeah. Its gills turn pale white, pale blood begins to seep out from behind it. Its eyes partially glass over. That looks bad. Okay, cool. It's Tell's turn. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Top of initiative, Bulgrug. (laughs) A lot of things have changed (laughs) since Bulgrug last went. So he's gonna make a very decisive and quick decision. Um, And he is going, seeing that his allies seem like they have this pretty well handled, um, he is going to cast. Well, he sees that Craig's in a pretty rough spot. Yes. So he's go- <laughs> so he is going to cast. Uh, and a pencil. Stop you know, losing your I pencils. Good point. Um, he is going to cast Healing Word. Oh. At third level. So oh my gosh, Ballgrug. 
You take... Wow, those are bad rolls. Uh, the downside is I have to roll them. Uh, but still, nine points of healing. So Bar- Bulgrug holds onto his symbol, and as he as he holds out his mace, there's just like a spark of green, whitish light, and Craig, some of your wounds sort of pull back together, and Bulgrug just shouts, you're doing good, buddy. And um, he's going to... <laughs> that was so good. He's going to take one step forward and just get next to Greta so that he's in range to react to anything that the Homerus Horror does to Greta. Um, so that's his turn. Uh, now we go to Kuto. <laughs> this one's charmed. <laughs> yeah, so he is. <laughs> it's Kuto's or it's buddies, but it's new buddies or it's buddies. So yeah. it's surrounded by friends as it bleeds out. So it's just going to stand there. It's going to put its sword on the top of its head and scratch it kind of and go. <laughs> and Greta, you hear it say, now that is a real pickle. <laughs> and uh, that's its whole turn because it doesn't know what to do. Slay. Um, Crap. I love it. Um, this one is going to move in on Tello. And this one's also going to move in on Tello. We're going to oh, make two no. attacks. What's Tello's AC? 15, baby. That hits. That's a two. I'm going to uncanny dodge. Yeah, rogues. <laughs> Lenny, okay. if there's anything else Instead I of having be seven damage, Tello takes three piercing damage. Okay. As one of them pulls forward a spear, and Tello just makes a quick, like, flinch to the side, and it cuts through some of his armor, and he just sort of... Little bubbles escape out of his mouth, and some uh, sylvan blood pours out into the wall. Elven blood, excuse me. Uh, three. That's, that's the whole Kuotoa turn, and the other one just misses. And he's moving back and forth, and he's just shouting... Um, uh, man, get really good at this. Just back and forth as he has the blades are moving around yeah. him. That's Tello's turn. Or no, it's Kuotoa turn. That's the whole Kuotoa turn. Wow. Okay. Um, sharkies, what are you doing? Boz? <laughs> sharkies. Um, the sharks. It's a good restaurant. Uh, uh, sharkies is a good restaurant. You have, you have a <laughs> shark that Craig is riding that is surrounding the Kuotoa priest. Another one around the Kuotoa priest as well as the monster. Then you have two around the friendly Kuotoa. Craig okay. is going. So, okay. Oh, no, excuse me. Yeah, he's not riding the shark. Thank you. So, actually, he's kind of like right here. Um, anyway. The two sharks are going to come up and go near where Tello is. So, the these? ones that are near Friendly Town. Yeah. Okay. Those two. I assume, like, sort of surrounding the Kuatoa. We're surrounding one Kuatoa or just getting in range with both Kuatoa? Uh, no, he just has to be within five feet of the other shark, so he's gonna be he's gonna be next to it on the other side. He's not gonna be on that side. He's gonna be ne- right next to it. Right there. No, one more, one more down. Right okay. there. Pack attack. So attack this Kuatoa. Yeah, they're gonna attack that one. Okay, so roll a hit. Advantage on both. Okay, set seven. That's twenty-one. Definitely hits. I'm doing my best. And that is, I think that's a dirty 20. Boss, two rolls to hit. Uh, uh, 12. Okay, misses? No, 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 they both hit. They bo- I did roll okay, a 21 12 and a total. dirty 20. Skuotoa but dead. 12 damage total. Skuotoa is dead. Okay, so the sharks burst forward and just rip it to shreds. It's awful and gory. <laughs> and, All right. and the other two on top are going to attack the priest. Okay, uh, two rolls at advantage. That is another 21. Okay. Second one. Uh, 16. Both hit. 
Roll for damage. Okay. Totals? 19. Holy crap. Okay, your boy's looking rough. The sharks dart in. There's a pale blood spraying everywhere. Cloaks are being torn apart. This Kuwato is looking rough. <laughs> okay. That feels so bad for him. All right. Uh, I hate contra animals so much. Okay, cool. That's that. Um, so now we go to, but it's all good. Um, now we go to Craig. What are you doing, Craig? Uh, can I get out of the You make a strength saving throw to try and be ungrappled. Is he going to fall into the void? Actually, if he, if you he... already made a... I should have had you make the strength saving throw on your turn. Instead of now. It is my turn, isn't it? Yeah, but I should have had you make it on your turn, not before. So you have technically already failed it. But then this sucks because now I got it wrong. Roll again. Because I got it wrong. What's the total? <laughs> Let's go. Go, with a 28, Craig, you push the claws in part and you, you get your like thighs up on it and you start to push. No mortal, like no mortal humanoid morning. being could move it apart. But you're a little more. <laughs> As you start pushing, like the green varicose veins appear on your arms and your legs and you just hear Old's voice in your head say, give it a little push. And as you push forward, the claw pulls apart and you push your way out of it, bursting out of it suddenly. That's your action. Okay, can I use my movement? Yes. Okay. Where do you oh, go? Oh, no, but I'm grappling. To the land on a... Sh also, you are no longer held in the claws, floating free uh, over a cliff edge, and you are no longer the riding the shark. Moved. Um, and it's your action to get free from the claw, so you can't make an action to make an athletics check, so you push the claw open. Well, I'll tell you what, for your movement, just make an, make an athletics check for me. Person who doesn't know how to swim. That would be athletics. Uh, that would be a 13. Is this a saving throw? You begin sinking. So Craig, you push your way out of the claws and then you begin sinking downward. You are going to be five feet below the cliff edge. Okay. It's your turn, Craig. It's my, I'm still my turn? No, that, that is your turn. Oh, that's what ring say. Magical effect, but I'm just denoting it to, he's I'm gonna sinking. stop raging. Okay, bonus action, stop raging. That's your turn. You are falling, <laughs> no longer raging. Uh, cool, that is your turn. Um, Craig stopped raging. That's good. That feels like a cliffhanger to end on, by the way. Craig falling into, if you want to like talk about it like up, like if you want to re-annotate like him pushing apart and then just sinking into the crevasse. I want every last image of our time, but that is true. Yeah, okay. So... <clears throat> Craig, uh, with the uh, uh, Hummer's horror sort of squeezing and crushing on you, you push it apart as you hear Craig or uh, Old's emboldening voice in your mind, and as the claw pushes outward, you have like this moment of success and exhilaration. Some of the Kuato have died; one has befriended the priest is suffering, and as you as you have that moment of, of uh, liberation and freedom, you feel excited that you've like recovered from this moment of success. And as you float there for a moment, you realize you're not riding the shark, and you just begin falling out of the claw. And you remember what Bulgrog said, coordinated motion. So you just begin moving your arms and your legs at the same time, but they're disjointed from each other, out of order. And you just begin sinking downward into the darkness. And you are five feet below the cliff. Um, and on that note, listener, that is where we are going to end episode 42, <laughs> Shadow of the Young God. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, everyone. Um, oh my gosh. So... Usually I give levels when you guys have successfully slayed things. Um, so here is what we do know. 
0.05 levels for two adventures, so 0.1 additional levels. Um, and then you have uh, killed one Kuatoa, so <laughs> that you guys and gain another one. You gain uh, 0.106 <laughs> levels because the Kuatoa's CR is crazy low. So, so 0.106, you gain so 0 0.106 levels. So 6.426. 6.426. Now that is an, is an exact amount of levels. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay. That's intense and spicy. That was um, nuts. The also exciting part is now I guess, Kara, as long as you're okay to just continue giving up your Fridays, <gasps> yes! we also need um, you to chime in online again for more guest features. Also, if you can't, we understand. Uh, Twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, I'm that sweating. Wild combat. Um, listener, tune in next time to see if Craig sinks into a bottomless abyss forever. Oh, um, no. Good stuff. <laughs> Woo! I didn't even get to get to the reason why the session's titled what it is. Guess next time's just Shadow of the Young God Part 2. I don't know. We'll find out. Fun fact um, about Poison Spray, by the way, it's not even a spell attack technically because you don't roll to hit. It's a saving throw proc, so it's just a spell that you do at 10 feet. There you go. 10 feet. Excellent. Um, everyone, good stuff. Woo! Listener, if you enjoyed it, leave a review or something. Tell a person, I don't know, hug a loved one. Have a great day. <laughs> you um, should do that anyway. Thank you for listening. This is Barely D&D. Y'all, that was crazy. Oh my gosh. Any final thoughts? Patreon. Uh, our sign off. Okay. Yeah, Patreon. Landon saying there oh, are no additional thoughts. I <laughs> wanted to make sure I didn't forget like last time. Last episode, I was like, yeah, whatever, we're done. <laughs> and uh, I want to make sure our words of encouragement. I'll tell you what. But no. Kara, could you leave us with one final thought of wisdom? Put it on the spot with no other prior warning. Skibbity wop on Skibbity wop on Y'all, life is an incredible story. You're an important part of it. Skibbity wop on Thank you. And see you at the Texan. <laughs>